Yeah, I know y'all getting ready to start dancing now. You hit it. We're here. It's the custom scene, the podcast. I know y'all sitting there like, oh, you know, change things up. I did. But for the new people, I know you're wondering what, what is the custom scene? Custom scene, pretty much people, is just we sit here and celebrate anything and everything that deals with custom rides. I mean, it could be cars, trucks, buses, motorcycles, your couch. It don't matter. Just anything that is custom. And, you know, pretty much it's myself and my wife. She's not here right now, so y'all don't hear her. But in in the future, you'll hear her. She'll come in here and, and we'll talk about all of the stuff that we do for fun. You know, with our adventures in this scene. So you guys just get ready. Because as you already know, if, if you've been listening, it's a little crazy here. And it, it gets even crazier. So get ready. We about to have some fun. So here we go. What's going on, bitches? Episode 9. Like, we're, we're here already. Episode 9 now, you know. Nine is a lot right now for for us because we're still in the beginnings. You know, I mean, we're not into the hundreds and you know everything else that all the other guys are into because you know we're still just babies. But the fact that we we've hit nine and it's taken uh, last week was crazy. Just I I was ready to throw in the towel kind of because I I don't like when my shit don't work. You know, but we we got things kind of fixed. I think. We'll see how it goes, but, you know, I, I wanted to get this one out, so th- this is what I got. You guys are ready for this. Be, I, I, again, I am here doing things for y'all. That, that, is, that is what I'm here for. So since we screwed it up and we were late with number eight, that's why we had it called the, the late eight, I decided, you know, we're going to go ahead and we're going to drop this one early. So you guys should be getting this Friday morning, Friday morning. Like I don't do Friday morning. Who does Friday morning? OLP. That's who does Friday mornings. So no, we're not in a competition because again, I'm not even in the same atmosphere as when it comes to OLP. So what we're doing, this is my gift, my gift to y'all. So all of y'all on this holiday weekend, some of y'all are, are riding out to you know, small town throwdown. You know, so you, you you need a little content. You need a little just entertainment. So that's why I figured when, once you're done getting all the good the good shit from OLP, then you come over here to the good old custom scene and we, we got to have some fun with, with DJ Mays and, and just sit back and enjoy yourselves. But, but then again, there's more. So when you guys are done Friday, Riding, listening to all of your good podcasts, and then you got the weekend to enjoy yourself, do your shit that you're doing, having your fun. Then Sunday, on your way home, or Monday, on your way home, guess who's going to be dropping another episode? That's right, 10. We're going to be dropping 10 for you on Sunday like normal. So then you got more, more fun and content to listen to. So again, you're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, I, I, I'm here for you guys. That that's the thing that I'm saying. Like, like, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. That this is this is for y'all. So, I wanted to, um, and the thing we got going on here is, you know, it's 
it's technically Thursday, but my mother pulled up, so we're going to be rolling, and I know you guys heard at the end of the last one this shit I got to deal with, so my mother's here, so I'm sure her and Rochelle are going to be doing some recording here in the next few days, but uh, yeah, it, it's going to be kind of wild, so make sure everyone pray for me. So that's why she's not on. She She's handling the things of my mama. So I, I got done with the DJ Maze and to drop this tonight so you guys can listen. But I, I, I've got some other things in, in the works, but I want to tell just a couple of quick. <laughs> All right, so so I we were talking the stories about hanging out and, you know, everyone knows Pretty much, I grew up the Charleston area, so that was where we hung out. We hung out on rivers, um, did our thing. You know, we had our car club, which here soon I, I'm going to have an episode of just the old school car club. So if you guys are listening, be prepared because we're going to have that episode. But I, I, I'm disturbed a little bit because, you know, I got the teenagers here and, you know, they're talking about they want to go to the fair and parties and stuff. And I'm thinking about back when I was a teenager and, and how much of a whore I was and I'm not going to have that happen in my house. And, and when, when they're asking to go places and stuff and I'm thinking all of the, the nasty things that I did and, and I'm as a dad, I'm, I'm confused because I want them to have fun. But then in the same aspect, I'm thinking that they're doing the bad stuff. So I, I'm, I'm stuck. So I got, so I'm not going to name names because I'm sure people are older and people are married and, and we're not going to get anyone's uh, marriage in trouble. But I, I got to tell you guys a quick story before we, we, we hit uh, DJ Maze's thing. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're, we're teenagers. We're doing our thing. We, we have our trucks. That's when I had my Mazda truck. And I had my other buddies that, you know, they had their rides and it was the weekend. It's Friday night. So we're, we're going out and we're doing our thing. So we, we hit the downtown area, downtown Charleston, and we're down there by the battery, which everyone knows is another nice spot. So we, we ran into, you know, where the cruise is, you know, you cruise past all the, the old school, um, historical parts. Cause you know, people just walk in and, we cruise past a couple girls, no big deal. You know, we hit, some of us hit, you know, hit the horn, hit the bass, whatever. So we pulled over and we're talking. Um, and again, like I said, I'm not going to name any names because it, it, it gets better. So there's three of us and, you know, lo and behold, there's three girls. So we're, we're talking our stuff and doing whatever. So, you know, he, that back in that day, there really wasn't an issue of, I, I guess, teenagers and murder and all that stuff so they hopped in the trucks with us and rode so we're all cruising getting to know each other or whatever um stopped we went into the uh one of the clubs which was the club was on the second floor i want to say it was something level it was the name of it but i can't remember but now it's above uh, one of the food places but it's still it's on top um went to that club did our dancing or whatever and and drinking and just having our having you know our best lives well um you know things happen you know it, as as teenage hormones go on you know we, we all are 
dancing and grinding and doing the things we shouldn't be doing. So we got done. You know, we, we were supposed to take them all back to their, you know, car and, you know, I guess slap high fives and tell them we'll see them, you know, the next day, maybe at Bible study or something. But as we all know, that did not happen. And with us having our trucks and having our little bed kits in the back, we'll, we'll just say that, you know, each of us did things that we shouldn't have in the back of our trucks, but we did. So it, it so we get, we're, you know, it happens, you know, you high five the chicks, they go about their way. So we go back and we head to Rivers and we're back at the spot where everyone else in the club and where everyone hangs out and we're all sitting out there and we pull up and we're talking and everyone's like, where the fuck have y'all been? Like, you know, what's going on? And, you know, as boys, you know, we brag about what we, you know, what we did with bagging girls, whatever you want to call it. Well, the funny shit was when, when we're out there, you know, you, you, you sit on the back of the tailgate, you know, as we're all talking, well, this said other person that was with me, he opens up his bed cause he had a shell, you know, bed kit. Cause we all had one. It was three of us and he opens up his bed kit. Well, apparently it, you know, his, his bed kit was a light color, not going to say the color, but it was a light color. Well, whatever girl he was messing with, I guess, was on her, you know, monthly flow. And it was like, <laughs> it, it was like, just uh, like uh, bloody, you know, like uh, almost like it, it looked like a murder scene. That's what we said it was. It looked like a fucking murder scene. And we are dying laughing because like he opened it up and everyone's in shock. Like, what the, what the fuck? And there's one guy, which I, I can name because, you know, we nicknamed him Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi looked and he's like, what the hell? Did you kill somebody? Did y'all just go out and kill a bitch? What did y'all do? And he, the, the owner of this truck is just mortified. He's just like, I, I don't even know if I can get this out. Can this be cleaned? And, and and we're all just, I mean, I'm on the ground dying laughing about to piss myself. And I'm, and all I can think of is, is to this day is hearing him, can I bleach this? Can this even be bleached? And, and we're all just, you know, it, it just dying. And so he shuts it. And, and again, that, that goes into my, my bank of memories because it was, it was great. And after that, you know, it, we all, the, the, the joke about it after that is we sit down and we're all, we come back the next weekend and hang in and what are y'all going to do? You know, what, what are we doing this weekend or tonight? You know, we going cruising, you know, we would say, I don't know, but, don't ride with so-and-so because he killing bitches, you know, type of thing. So that was, <laughs> I, I it, and it, it would almost be funny to name names, but I'm not, you know, cause like I said, I don't want to get people in trouble, but oh my God, that shit was hilarious, you know, and, and to see that light color and, and it looked, I mean, it just describing it, it wasn't like splotches. It was like almost if you dipped your hand in, blood red and then you ran your fingers because there was like lines like almost like like scratches like it, it looked like a murder scene it really did and, and it just it oh my god I, I lost my shit it was too fucking funny so uh, the hardest part you know to go back to this with the kids thinking they want to go hanging out and stuff I don't know how I feel if my kids had stories like this you know, so when they do want to say they want to go out to like the fairs going on now or just to go to a party or some shit, I revert back to, you know, teenage whore ass Glenn. And I'm like, uh, no, y'all ain't going nowhere. 
So I, I just, I, I had to, <laughs> I, I had to give you guys that little tidbit because it, it had, I don't, it, again, it just had me rolling thinking about back to that time, you know, growing up in high school and, and my, my devilish ways and, and the kids now wanting to hang and I'm thinking, you know, well, they're like me or, you know, like my wife. And we all know my wife wasn't a saint. I don't care what y'all say. You know, she was bad too. So we, I think that my kids are going to be worse because they always say that their kids, you get 10 times worse than what you had growing up. So, I mean, I hope not because if that's the case, I mean, hell, it, it, it's going to be real rough around here. If my, my son is around here doing shit that I did. So hopefully that's not happening and we won't talk about that. But I had, I, I'm sorry, I, I had to come to that. It, cause just when they were asking me about it tonight, I thought about that whole murder scene and what happened that weekend. And, and it, it, it just, it tickled me. So I figured I'd, I'd have to tell you guys that before we went on to, to the show. But, you know, everyone, you know, this week, everyone's heading to a small town throwdown in Florida. Um, I, I wish, you know, Middleton and he's... I heard it was a really good show, so you know, I, I, kudos for them, and I hope everything works out. I don't know if I'm gonna have anybody there to be boots on the ground to get, you know, actually at the show I- information, you know, because why? Because my understanding is uh, Mr. Robbie didn't make it to the show. He said he already had a hotel, but things didn't work out. So I'm calling you out, Robbie. Why didn't you make it to the show? I don't know why, but you didn't make it. So now. I have to rearrange my whole show because you didn't make it and I needed you to have boots on the ground. So I'll get back to you later on that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I, we've got that going on. I know. And I mean, it's the holiday weekend. We're going to stay around the house. You know, again, we've got so much stuff we've got going on, but I know there's a couple of shows going, you know, this weekend and, and we, we might, you know, maybe next weekend hit something. I don't even know. You know, right now I'm kind of in, I, I'm, I'm feeling good in hibernation mode right now. You know, the, the truck isn't, it is, isn't done. So that gives me time to kind of veg a little bit, but I, I had a really good time at the spark show. I heard, you know, revolution was killer. Uh, we just, we have a lot of cool shows going on. You know, I definitely want to go to uh scrape fest. I mean, that, that's, that's what we always do. We always do scrape fest. I'm looking forward to um, um, the drop and wear show. I, I always have a good time with that one. Um, Slam fest. I mean, I'm really looking forward to see who wins that truck. Uh, definitely going to get down there to see that one. So, I mean, we, we've got a few. Um, I've got my yearly, and I know this is in December, but our yearly show that we always go down to in Charleston that... Um, my my boy PC Garvin and his crew from Animated Attractions, um, they throw their benefit show every year that we always go to. So I look forward to that one and seeing everybody. Um, I should have the truck by then, but by that time, I don't know if we're going to have the interior done. So it, it's, again, it probably won't be till 2022 before we actually debut it. But... You know, just throwing up different shows that we're thinking about going to and, and making sure. But I, I wanted to just touch bases with everyone real quick. And also, 
you know, I, I want to, you know, I still have the spotlight builders. I've got a, a lot of people in mind that I want to talk to that, you know, I, I want them to explain to us about their rides. Uh, and again, it, I'm not looking at something that has to be, you know, completely done show ready that that's not my thing. My spotlight builders thing is just more of on the person and the point of building it. It doesn't have to be done. Uh, you know, I just, I want to celebrate, you know, the, the people that are in the scene and maybe sometimes don't get that recognition of, you know, Hey, I, I know, you know, it's, it's not a trailer queen SEMA ready vehicle, but you know, damn it, man, I, I see what you're doing. You know, I, I see you just lowered it or, you know, I see that you just put in those, uh, and I don't know what the hell you call it, but the little LED lights in the headrest where it looks like there's stars and shit. I've seen a couple of the stance kids do that. I think it's pretty cool. Um, but, you know, I just want to let everyone, you know, everyone know that we're, we see it, you know, so I definitely... I'm going to look more into some people. I mean, hey, if, if anyone has got a, a person that you know of that you would love to have, you know, um, to talk about and have me have them on the podcast, please, you know, hit me up. You know, I I, I would love to talk to whoever, you know, anyone in the scene, you know, because that's just what we do, you know, and, and kind of celebrate them. So anybody know any, you know. Uh, younger kids that are just getting started just got their you know s10 or their whatever and just lowered it didn't even bag it and lowered it on wheels or whatever you know i i love to talk to the new generation and kind of get them going you know just kind of just what it is um i'm excited about you know just the next couple of months i mean we've got a few things going on but I'm enjoying what we're doing, you know, in, in the same process, uh, I've got the next podcast that we've got for number 10. I had a blast with number 10 too. Um, it's kind of, you know, and again, just with the scene and, and the things that we have with the, um, the people and the, and the networking, you know, we, we end up talking to, you know, Mr. Juan, um, Juan is, one of the guys that we were at Vegas that came in with the uh, dancing bed. And again, I didn't know that because how I met Juan, well, got in touch with Juan was, um, and I know all y'all saw it, you know, it, it was a real quick one and we don't know the details, or whatever. I feel that the wife was just trying to sell the man's truck. You know, and she was like, well, how much do I sell it for? And he was just like, sell that S10 for, you know, 50 grand, you know, and that's that's the man saying that there's no way someone's going to pay that. So I'm going to put that astronomical price so I can still keep my truck because my wife wants me to get rid of my truck type of thing. We we all know that. So she posted it up and, you know, we all went went ham on her because like you out your damn mind. Well, Juan had came on and he was like, look, I've got a Mazda truck with, you know, a tilt bed and I got a trailer with a tilt bed. And I'm, I'm only looking at 25, you know, like, how the hell did you get to 50? And I'm, I'm blown away. I'm like, oh shit, there's a, cause y'all know I got my damn trailer with mine. So here's a damn mini that's got a tilt bed with a trailer with a tilt bed. Oh yeah. I, I went stupid after that and come find out, you know, Corey knew him and Corey hit him up and, you know, we started talking and really a great dude. So I uh, definitely, I, I'll have this Sunday, I'll have 10, you know, out and, you guys would definitely enjoy that one. I, I man, I had fun. 
So, you know, it's just one of those things. It's, it's, this one's not going to, you're not going to have too much of, you know, me and Rochelle in the beginning um, going crazy because, you know, we got family here and she's dealing with my mom and stuff. But, you know, there was a lot of laughing and having fun with, with, with DJ May. So you guys would definitely be entertained with that one. So yeah, uh, get ready. Um, I've been I've been also playing around with where the I'm thinking about with just different personalities and stuff. I might have to do the the ladies man and and have it where you you know in, in between each segment you got to sit back and relax and have your your cavatier and and enjoy a little bit of is it listening before we get into it and i mean we're not going to do the the whole sex thing and the the different ladies that i've been in and been out of and listened to and and had sex with but we we, we could i'm gonna do something we'll have to see but i me and Maze just talk about that so i'm gonna cut it short you know quick 20 minute intro let y'all know that we're we're getting back to the getting back to the old days of you know what the, the normal podcast after this whole shit breaking, so I wanted to surprise and, and at least give you guys, you know, technically two two episodes in one week, maybe, it kind of, eh, whatever, you know, but I'm having so much fun, man. I, I just, I want to tell everyone, thank you for listening and, and make sure that you share the podcast group because we are definitely working on things to where... Uh, we're going to have our contest here very soon with uh, with the the bass songs that I was messing with, but we are gonna have a contest soon. So definitely, you know, get get everyone on there. Let them know. I, I think it's gonna be fun, and you know, we'll have a few giveaways and and just kind of go from there and just kind of blow up the podcast and and have more you know fun guests and and have some jokes with it and kind of go from there. So again, I appreciate guys and gals and everybody else. And this has been just just been a fun ride and we're going to continue it. So have fun. Enjoy your weekend and and really, you know, be safe out there. Um, it, you know, I, I can't really say too much more about it, but thank you. And we're going to cut to the good old DJ Maze and episode nine. And y'all take it easy. I appreciate it. intro to let y'all know who we're gonna be having on here tonight you know our, our man dj maze is coming up next had a had a really good time talking with him and and let y'all kind of get a get a feel of what things are going on in the dj maze world uh, I, I definitely i think you're gonna enjoy this one so sit back and this first half is, is gonna be the the, the up upbeat Laughter, having some fun, and then on that second half, we're going to slow it down, and that's when I'll tell y'all to get your cognac and relax and 
we gonna we gonna make it real easy like and just relax and talk about the good old days so y'all get ready here's my man dj Mays coming up y'all take it easy and i appreciate y'all listening let's hit it all right folks here we go you know i i, I thought about doing um what's his name you know, kind of in the beginning of each intro to be like, all right, all right, all right. You know, type of shit. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I got my man, uh, my man, DJ Mays. Uh, finally, I've been, I've been wanting to kind of get you on the podcast so we can talk some good shit and, and kind of go go from there. So, you know, introduce yourself and, and kind of tell us a little bit what's going on there, Mr. Ma- wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you even do that, we, we, we have to, we keep totally screwing up your last name and can you please get it straight for us so i can stop sounding like an asshole trying to say your last name well you know i'm gonna tell you what it is but you're still gonna sound like an asshole because nobody ever gets it right, even if right. <laughs> so it really doesn't matter it's it, it, it's actually pronounced barbalia but it, if you it, everybody looks at it and they say barbaglia uh, or some people I've told just say Barbaya, B-A-R. Think of B-A-R-B-I-A. Say it that way and you're fine. The L only comes in, you know, more if you're if you're more of Italian or Dago or something like that. They get that. You're not, so you're good. Don't no, I'm go- I was about to say, because I'm more focused on the G. I'm like, wait a minute, so the G is silent? Right, the G is silent, yes. That, that That's pretty cool, man. I, I kind of dig that. But, yeah, uh, um. I, I'm gonna stick with DJ Mays, so so I can just work with that. <laughs> I love you, bro, but I, I'm gonna stick with DJ Mays. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So yeah, so so let's 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 start from the beginning. Let let's go back, way back to the beginning. You know what 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 got you, Mister DJ Mays, in into the mini trucks, into the scene? Where was little 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 Mays at, and, and where did he start? You know, honestly, I came up around, you know, the same time the Street Machine Nationals was going on. Uh, so I came up around Pro Street and Street Machines and big tires and blowers and all this kind of stuff. So that's what I grew up around. And my dad bought a 70 Dash Challenger brand new um, and nice. had it all up until about three years ago. He finally sold it. So I came up really in that that aspect, the, the race cars and going to drag racing and NHRA events and that kind of thing. And so fast forward some years and a buddy of mine named Mike pulls up in front of my house. This is my senior year of high school. So it's right around, uh, it's the beginning of my senior year. So it's, it's October range. I should take that back. No, no, it's the, my sophomore. No, shit. I'm confusing myself. <laughs> I want to say sophomore year ish. So junior no junior year so he pulled up in front he's got this little maroon colored 93 s10 okay um lowered about three inches in the front four inches in the back has these bright green neon lights on it um we used to call them christmas tree because the <laughs> truck was maroon red and the lights were green so we called them christmas tree right, right. um so he, he pulls up and he says man look you, you want to go cruising and i'm like the hell did you get this and so we kind of start talking about it a little bit. And from the first time we went cruising and rolling down the road with a single little 10 inch speaker behind the seat, pounding you right in the back. And, 
you know, you're just cruising and, and, and you look out and you're like, we're not really sitting that far off the ground, are we? <laughs> and I was, I, I was hooked instantly. I was hooked and I was like, I, I've got to do this. And it was four months later and I had my first truck. So, um, you know, I, that, that's kind of the way it got started for me. And, and I think a lot of people came up kind of the same way. Some, it took somebody showing up at their house or at a, you know, a cruising somewhere, just roll up somewhere in a parking lot and you see something and you're like, man, that's just freaking cool. And there you go. Yeah. I mean, and that's the the funniest thing is I still talk to, and we're friends on Facebook, um, the guy that really started me, you know, off in the beginning. And he, I blame him from day one because it wasn't like he had just a simple, because he had a square body S10, you know, also. It wasn't mm-hmm. anything just simple, you know, lowered or whatever. You know, this man had, you know, ground effects. Um, it was lowered, you know, wheels. Uh, it truck was convertible and, ha- and had a tilt bed. So, I mean, you're coming right out the boat throwing throwing all this it's shit at me. You. He you know? came straight from Tali straight to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it, it, I mean, I got hit hard with it. And and after that, man, it, it was just, it was a done deal. So, and I know my man, Brian Martin, I know you're listening. And I just want to say thank you. And I hate you, but thank you. Well, I wouldn't say my <laughs> my, my wife and her pocket hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you for that. But I love you for it, man, because it's it, it has definitely, you know, I, you know, I don't even know where the hell I would be right now. Cause I mean, I mean, I was doing football in high school and it was, it was big, you know, but I, I was more into, you know, the mini trucking scene and just hanging and it's taken me all the way up to this point, you know, just in life. You know, it's just, it's, I, I'll never, you know, never get away from it. You know, besides just the people, you know, just like I always say, it's just the meeting the people and, you know, mini truckers in general are just, you know, just awesome people willing to give, willing to do whatever. We'll drive, you know, 28 hours to hang out with people and, and give money right. for charity. And, and, you know, that's just what we do. <laughs> well, you know, and, and, and it's funny because, you know, meeting people is exactly you and I had never actually met until was it mini Nats in October? Yeah. Of 20? Was that the first time we met? Um, that last year it was last year because it was the year yeah uh, um yeah yep it was mini nats last year uh because it was the first right. year that they did the um uh the like the cookout type of thing um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when you were there with that because um a matter of fact it was maybe a month before that was when i met odb in them i had been listening to them for probably about a good six six to eight months but that was like the first time i got mm-hmm. to meet him too before he went hauling right. off uh, jumping into uh, Madu's ride and hanging out with the <laughs> with those guys, I try to catch you know try to catch him, and every time I turn around, he's in one of the damn Testarossas riding up and down the strip. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, that's, and, and honestly, man, it's crazy. Uh, I, I'm, I, I, and we'll and we'll get into this as we get into further things. But I'm, I'm honestly, I'm blessed and honored at the same time to be able to get to go and DJ all these shows and get to see people that I normally don't get to see or meet new people and stuff. So, you know, the, the, the meeting people is probably the most, uh, it's kind of the most exciting parts of the whole thing, cruising and all that stuff. All, uh, we do that all the time, but to be able to connect with people that, you know, you meet 
through Facebook kind of thing. And the next thing you know, you're hanging out together at a show and, you know, it, it's just the camaraderie that happens when we're all hanging out. It's just, it, it's one of those things that, that creates memories forever. Oh, completely. Yeah. That, that's what I, I tell everyone. It's like every weekend, it's like a, a college party because, you know, we're out drinking and chilling and laughing and it, there's like never a time when you're angry, you know, it's like, I can't wait to meet up with everybody. And, it's like it, it goes so fast before you know it. The weekend's over with, and you're like, God, I, I felt like I just got here, you know. Now we have to turn around and leave to go home. <laughs> you, you might, you might call it college, but we ain't recovering like we did back in those days. I can tell you that, dude. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> you get hold of some of that boonshine, it's over. <laughs> Look, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like I, I was just getting over, you know, the whole Michelle Boone was hooking us up with her. Um, moonshine that she makes like i i tell her all the time she needs to go ahead and just start selling that shit and bottling it and i mean she was killing me at um at battle of bama with it you know and i after that next thing i know is now she's got crack cookies i'm like look y'all it's bad enough i'm half drunk barely can walk and barely can see but now you're also got you know good ass cookies and and snacks that i I, i'm never leaving you know Oh man, yeah. You know what though? She, uh, I first had crack cookies for the first time last year at Spark Show, and uh, and we were bidding on them during the auction. I think we took two sets of them home with us. I think we ended up spending about one hundred and fifty dollars in crack cookies. <laughs> nice. But um, so we just sat in the back seat eating them on the way home, kind of thing. But uh, you know, it's kind of the same thing this year. I heard you guys talk about it on the last podcast. You know, it was you know there's the crack cookies, and she had a banana pudding cookies, and she had banana pudding, and Every time I go to like Eastern Tennessee, you know, South and North Carolina on that Western side and the Northern Georgia, I eat so damn much. I gain like 30 pounds while I'm, I get, luckily I get home and shit it all back out, but right. I, <laughs> I eat it all while I'm there. <laughs> it, man, I tell you, it, it's, and, and people laugh, you know, to wonder why when you know, years ago when they saw me, it was like I was this skinny thing and now like how my son always tells everyone, have you seen my dad? He looks like he ate his old self, you know, type of shit, you know? <laughs> That's what he tells everyone. I'm like, you, you bastard, you know, type of thing. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like everywhere. It, it, there's so much good food. And even when we travel, you know, we, we kind of, if it's either, you know, the diners, dives or whatever, I kind of scroll through there to see if there's any place that I might want to hit. Um, and, and that was like, it, it, again, when we went down, I think my favorite one is when we went to, you know, Battle Bama, there was this little place mm-hmm. and it was, it was a morning, it was a breakfast place cause they only did breakfast. And so we got there and it was called the cathedral and it had this whole backstory where the, the owner, you, there was a, a huge church across the street that they were building in a Catholic church. And so the owner would make you know different things for the the guys that were building it well you know i guess his supplier came through and had like these crab cakes and he had to get rid of them so he made this you know kind of thing with potatoes and crab cake and eggs and you know and man it was just it was free i mean i'm like licking the plate like i felt bad i'm sure i was embarrassing the hell out of rochelle but it was like after the first bite I'm looking at the the waitress and she comes over and she's telling me the story, you know, and as she's telling me, I'm just stuffing my face and I'm like, okay, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm getting the backstory, <laughs> but it was like, you know, after it, it was like, it, I felt like it was quick. Cause like, I'm done. 
you know, Rochelle's just getting done with her. I mean, because she got like this huge stuffed um, French toast type of thing that looked really good. But, you know, you know, like I was already done with mine. She's like, yeah, thank, <laughs> thank, thank you for offering me some, you know. And I was like, look, I love you. Yeah, but, yeah I wanted some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, your ass is going to have to order one because you're not getting any of this shit because it was so good. You know? <laughs> but it was like we yeah, and that's we, we just travel and, and do that. But, yeah, down here. You know, in this area, anywhere between Charles, Charleston up to Tennessee, like, man, I can just take you all over the place with just good food. And, and the best part is, is like you walk into it and I don't care which one I take you to. Like the people are just like, you know, hey, you know, sit down. And then next thing you know, they're telling us about, you know, her, her granddaughter that is just graduating from college and she's got all this, you know, potential that she's going to do. But she can't wait for her to dump her crackhead boyfriend, you know. Type of, I mean, you get the whole story right, as you're right. eating, you and know. It, and, and at the end, at the end, you're going. I'm like, okay, well, who's that? Like, I don't know. So, <laughs> you know, but yeah, exactly. As you're walking away, you know. No, like, I get it. Yeah, and, and and that's the best, just the best part about it. <laughs> We're right. simple. We're simple. What are you simple, say? I mean, that, that you can't get any simple. You know, that's just what it is. <laughs> so we, all right. So we. We started with the truck. We got you got the bug. Um, so, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. what was the first ride that you picked up? That that was your pride and joy. Um, my first one was an '87 S10 um, standard cab short bed. Uh, I, uh, I lowered it three and four to start with. Then uh, you know at some point you realize it's just not low enough, so you go to five and seven. Yeah. And then I went to six and eight. <laughs> so. Um, I got it painted, you know, I, I was a eight, 18 year old kid, you know, feet, uh, wasn't cheap even in 1995. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we went to, uh, went to Mako and, and, and got a quick little paint job on it and kind of looked kind of cool, you know, wasn't, wasn't coming along pretty good. Some 14 inch hammers on it. And I thought, all right, we're, we're, we're getting somewhere now. Two weeks before the start of the show season up here, which is usually always Easter Sunday is kind of the start of the show season in the St. Louis area. And we, uh, I'm driving back from dropping my girlfriend off at her house and a drunk driver pulls out in front of me and totals the truck. So, um, you know, a couple weeks ago by the truck's total, I I went to the junkyard and scrapped all the, or off the tow yard and scrapped all the parts off that I could real quick and brought it all back home. And about a week and a half later, we, uh, I was out running with some buddies and saw a little white standard cab. Short fed S10 sitting at a dealership. <laughs> got, got back home. Hey, Dad, I think I found my new truck. And he says, okay. We went and looked at it and put money down on it and went the next day and paid for it and picked it all up and everything. This is on a Friday. So on Friday night, we're what are we going to do? We're going to cruise the new truck. So we're going to cruise the truck and hang out for a little bit. Bone stop. Bone stop. Bench seat, everything. Nice. And uh, get back home. Go to sleep, wake up the next morning. Mom and dad go to the grocery store doing their thing, whatever else. I call up a couple of buddies. They come over. By noon, we had the thing sitting six and eight with the same hammer wheels back on it. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. My parents come home, pull up long ways because we're blocking the whole driveway. They come pulling up and windows go down. And dad looks at me and just goes, Really? Yes, yeah, right. And I said, We kept the parts. Did you not think I was going to do this? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. And then eventually, at some point, I ended up putting front pro hyper pro, pro hopper hydraulics on it and uh, air shocks in the rear, and did tweed interior, and it had all the. 
I was really big into Mickey Mouse as I was growing up. And so we did the outline in the sweet interior of the Mickey Mouse head and ears and the headliner and the door panels and the, had the Fiero GT buckets where you cut the headrests off. Yep. And, yep. uh, yep. And that was, that was it. I mean, that was at that point I was, I was full steam ahead. I wasn't, I wasn't giving up at that point. Dude. I just want to say that I miss the pro hopper shit when they started doing the colored anodized, you know, the, the tanks and the blocks that mm-hmm. the, and the end caps, Man, I, I was all about Pearl Hopper. Like, I had all either red or blue anodized stuff and chrome all through my shit and loved them. You know, it was, it, Pearl Hopper was my <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, I, man, I missed them, you know, type of thing. I, re- I remember getting them, and around here, everybody was getting reds and these other companies, and I was the only one to get Pearl Hopper. I was like, it's a name. I want a name brand. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. I want to make sure I don't have any problems. Well, that was the biggest fucking mistake I ever made because I had nothing but problems. Did For you? whatever reason, I kept I kept blowing the O-rings out of the dumps. Like, I could literally uh, go a week and all of a sudden an O-ring on one of the dumps would just pop and it just flew and would shoot everywhere. Well, I had a chrome roll pan on the back of this truck and it was just tainted this oil mirrored <laughs> rainbow look to it because it always had oil on it. Right, right. So, but the good part was the, anybody that came to our show this year knows the area that we cruised. It, it's a strip called Lindbergh Boulevard. It's about a three-mile strip that we all cruised. So we would cruise, and the cops got tired of us cruising, so they start writing us um, trespassing tickets if we hung out in a parking lot too long. So it was, dude, it was every other week we were all in court with trespassing tickets. Like, <laughs> you'd walk in court, and it was like Norm walking in cheers. Like, oh, dude, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> Everybody knew each other, you know what I mean? So, but those pro hopper hydraulics, because of that breaking all the time, got me out of so many trespassing tickets because I could walk in with like an, a hydraulic line that was blown or an O-ring or whatever else and say, look, I, this person was bringing me parts so I could fix this. And, you know, the cop thought we were just hanging out and I was trying to explain to him what was going on. So like, instead of paying for like 10 trespassing tickets, I think I paid for maybe four, but at some point, the, the judge remembered us and even said, maybe you need to do some different suspension. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so, but that was, yeah, that was, and I thought I was doing a good thing by getting a name like Pro Hopper. I was like, Pro Hopper is it, man. This is, this is quality. Because, you know, this is 1997 range. Right. In the Midwest, we were already far behind what was going on on the East Coast and in Texas and in Florida and stuff, they were, they were already body dropping shit and already doing air ride. And we were starting to read about air ride, like in mini truck and magazine and stuff, but we couldn't afford that shit. I mean, uh, that front pro hopper setup was $800. You know, that was, that was hard enough for, you know, a kid who was, you know, borderline 20, 21 years old and, you know, assistant manager at AutoZone. I mean, I was, I was dumping some serious coin to pay $800 for a front pro hopper kit. So, um, you know, so we were we were already behind the eight ball because the Midwest, you know, we get the snow and and all the BS up here. So, you know, from you know our our prime season is pretty much April to October or the end of October. So by Halloween, we're starting to put shit away. So, you know, we were already behind the 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 curve of what was happening out west. So we literally lived day by day by mini truck and magazine and 
and stuff like that because that was our only limelight to what was going on outside of our area because we weren't in a position where we were, I don't know if we were smart enough or we were dumb enough to travel out of state to go to shows. We kind of stuck locally in Missouri, Illinois, and that's kind of where we stuck, even though there was all these really kick-ass shows happening that we should have been going to. And looking back on it now, I'm like, Jesus, why didn't we do this? But we didn't, you know what I mean? So Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, no, I never really even looked at it that way. Um, just always thought that, you know, it, whatever region you were in, you know, you would check it out on in mini trucking or trucking and then whatever was close, you just kind of pile up and, and head that way type of thing. Um, but I can and see there was, it. There was I, people I can... in our area doing that, but for whatever reason, my group that we all hung out with, we didn't. Um, right. There were some guys in a club up here called Beyond Reality that later – um, I remember in that. like 2000 range left. Yeah. They left the club and start and, and, uh, went in the negative camber. Um, hell my first big out of town show that I ever went to was a show that, and, and, and it was funny cause LMC and I were just talking about this this past weekend at revolution. And I want to say it was in Paducah, Kentucky, right at the executive inn right there next to the river. And just, I thought the show was called slam session and i could be wrong but i thought that's what it was because he remembered a slam session too and, and maybe there were two shows named the same way or whatever at that time but that was the first time and and, and here you wanted to you you said you wanted to kind of talk about ra and, and and the club and everything else this is this is really the introduction to it so in 94 95 range when i started into all this there was an issue of mini truck and magazine that came out and that issue had a hot pink toyota on the front not the famous one that everybody thinks of right it was body drop and everything else but um it was and i want to say it was december of 93 was the issue um i could be wrong but i think that's what it was and it had a hot pink toyota with the uh Reminding me of the uh, the Ford Probe chrome wheels on it is what it reminded me of. I don't, think, I don't really remember if that's the wheels that were on it or not. But it had a relaxed atmosphere sticker on it. And was it I the, read up about it and everything else. And Was it the old school logo, like that first one, that first generation? Yes, yeah, the OG, okay. the OG logo. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. And um, so, you know, I'm like, you know, this, this and, and I started seeing a few more of these rides show up in the in the magazine. And then actually here that I got it saved on my phone here. Um, I can't see the date though, but I think it was December of December of '93 or '94, or whatever else. But it had the it had the pink uh, dust covers behind the wheels, um, and it had a chicken bikini top leaning against it, and chrome wipers, and all chrome Toyota front bumper and lance, and that was the look then. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I remember seeing that truck, and then I started seeing a few more, and I'm like, you know. This relaxed atmosphere group is, I mean, they got some badass shit. But I just assumed it was a West Coast club. I never knew it. So then fast forward to 2001 range, and we're at this show in Paducah, Kentucky, and there on the embankment, on this slight little incline right there, is about 15 RA vehicles deep, just lining it. And I'm not, I'm not kidding you. At the time, I have a, a black Dodge Dakota extended cab. Uh, with air ride and 18s on it and i about lost my shit standing there looking at these vehicles <laughs> right because 
these are vehicles, and this is right about time street source is kind of starting to kick off a little bit. And so I'm starting to recognize some of these vehicles. And Jerry Lewis was there and Eric Arrington and uh, Josh Holt um, when he had his Black Dakota, which is a spitting image of mine, only his was body dropped and way fucking cooler. Right. So <laughs> there was there was all these vehicles there. And I'm like, oh, my God, these guys are all over. This is I was like I was like a fanboy you know, standing in front of like the biggest celebrity you could ever want to meet. And um, I never got a chance to talk to any of them at all, but they were all there. So a month or so later, we go to Indy Truck Dash. And this, I, again, I think this is 2001, 2002. And I, no, I know it's 2001, actually. And so we're in Indy Truck Bash, standing over my buddy, Anthony Brantley, who has a, uh, a little neon that he had custom painted and had air ride on and everything else. Um, and this is right as fast and furious is really kind of starting to kick off too. Okay. So we're, uh, we're standing there in the Toyota tire booth and that's where his, uh, his car was. And Jerry Lewis and Eric Arrington come walking over and they're talking about, you know, the club and so on and so forth. And I'm literally standing there deer in a headlight look, staring at them, <laughs> realizing that they're talking about the club that I would you know, give my left nut to be in. Right. And um, so we, you know, we, we start BSing a little bit. And then Jerry starts asking about my truck and we're talking some more. And so a couple, two, three hours go by after we've been talking to you guys for a while. And we walk over to Jerry's dually and Jerry pulls out two RA shirts. Um, and I still got the shirt to this day. It's the one that's the gray color with the maroon on the, uh, on the sleeves and around the, uh, the collar and stuff. And it has the flamed, um, new newer style RA logo on it. Yes, yes, I've seen and, that shirt. Yeah, and so I uh, he hands us these shirts and he says, "Man, why don't you guys go ahead and get the Missouri chapter going again? Um, just keep in contact with me, and, uh, and and we'll kind of go from there." And I'm like, "Holy shit! This man just handed me a shirt for a car club that I've only dreamed about <laughs> having a potential to be in." Thank you, thank you, sir. And, uh, thank you so much, sir. Thank right, you. Thank you. right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm all but on my knees in front of them and say, you know, hey, can I get some more spit here? Um, but, so then, uh, you know, so I've, I've been in RA since 2001 uh, as the Missouri chapter head. So it's been, it'd be 20 years. Actually, it just turned 20 years, I guess, in August because I think, if I remember right, Indy Truck Bash was always in August. So uh, there's there's my history with, with RA. Yeah, man, that. Uh, what the hell is going on? Are you over there breaking shit, man? I t- it's. Uh, again, well, when I had my issues with the last time, and still waiting for the new mixer to come in, sometimes you hear like this scratchy static, you know, almost like I'm I'm losing signal or some shit. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I I have no idea. But again, that's when you have your your <laughs> your, your shit. Uh, equipment you know so it's like it when people say oh yeah but this one's cheaper this is why you don't buy cheaper you know type of thing but again you know well, like we said this is our first you know it was a gift and we've been having fun with it and it, it's ran its course so we were waiting on the new one to come <laughs> in you know type of thing so it, it is what yeah. it is yeah <laughs> you know right right but, no i get it i get it you know but as as for the club like i i can't even I've got different levels, you know, because like 
growing up, I had my one car club that, you know, I still talk to everyone today. Um, and matter of fact, here shortly, I'm going to do an episode of just our old car club. I mean, we still have, it's on mm-hmm. Facebook. We have pictures of everyone's rides and, you know, we still kind of get together just to kind of talk. And it's sad because there's like maybe 25 of us and there's really only like three or four that actually still are in the scene. You know, everyone else has grown Mm -hmm, up and and gone on type of thing. But we all still talk and we all reminisce, you know, but that that was a a club that, you know, we kind of started together and, and it grew and it was more of, you know, just kind of hanging out and then we became a club, you know, type of thing. And, and just mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, we, we threw some shows and matter of fact, our first show that we had, we had, um, um, no, it wasn't the first one that was in the magazine. I think it was like our third, third or fourth one, but you know, we had, um, oh my gosh, you know, I hate getting old man when shit is just lo- completely leaves my mind. Um, he, he took pictures for uh, mini truck, and, and trucking older fella now um joe greaves joe greaves i believe that's his name um, mm. we had him come okay. And, okay. and took pictures and you know i still we, we posted up the magazine i still have it because that's that was when i had you know started my polka dot phase and i had the truck polka dotted <laughs> <laughs> dude let me tell you let me get this straight let me get this straight let me get this straight now <laughs> and, and and you mentioned uh, i guess apparently this is probably back in the day where you probably uh you know you didn't you weren't the size you are now not even close to your son i guess not anyway. even close yeah right because you know for whatever reason all i think it was is a big black man jumping out of a polka dot truck <laughs> and uh, you, who, who I think of is the rapper Kwame because yeah. Kwame always had all the polka dots. That's yes. what I think of. Dude, okay, you, you know, did you have, did you have an uptown thing with, with a blind streak in it or what? Let me tell you. So that that's the scary part because not too many people will even know about Kwame. So you bringing that up, you are you already got a, a tick mark from me because that that's some good shit there because not too many people will even know the whole Kwame thing. But now that so so how that came about with the polka dots was. I, yeah. I had I had for the longest was doing primer like I would you know take gray mm-hmm. primer mix a lacquer base paint with it and change the color and so okay, you know, for, okay. ho- for Halloween we do it like an orange and, and I had a boomerang antenna on top so that'd be green so it was like the great pumpkin you know and so um, mm-hmm, come mm-hmm. come you know uh, Valentine's Day would be red ish you know type of thing so I, I had different colors yeah. on it. Which was sad because when the time came for my guy to actually paint it, I mean to sand all that shit down, he was it looked like like the everlasting gobstopper. And he's just like, dude, like this 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 is fucking ridiculous. Like I clearly I didn't charge you enough just to just to sand it. He's like, the painting at this point, I don't even care. I just want to get somebody else to come in and get all this goddamn primer off of it. <laughs> but I and I wanted to do, you know, the 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 you know, old school well, at that time, it was the what everybody was doing, tribal, you know, the just just different mm-hmm. designs on it. But I, I, I'm, you know, kind of sitting there and I'm just like, I, I want to, but then I don't want to fall into everybody else. And right. I'm, go, you know, once again, I'm flipping through the magazine, just kind of spending my day. And I came across um, the company that had the ground effects for the Astro Vans. Um, 
and I can't again. You know, it's old. I can't even think of their name. Stillin. Stillin. Yes, it was. Um, That was it. It was Stillin. Was it Stillin? Yeah, it was Stillin. Because remember, they had four different vans. One was white. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, Mm -hmm. one of the ones that they had was this yellow one with the purplish polka dots that went from big to small. And I don't know what it is. When I saw that, I was just like, "Fuck yes, there it is." So it was like the next Mm -hmm. day, I go to my guy, and I mean, it's funny too because he's like. He's in his office in, in the shop and, you know, lean back, kind of kind of a biker dude. Like, when you see him, he's almost kind of scary. But, you know, just the nicest fella. And I come in there and he's like, you know, fuck you. Like, whoa, slow down. Like, what are you running in here for? Like, what's the fire? You know, and I'm like, I found it. I found it. You know, because, I mean, I was running. I was, you know, almost slid on the damn dust on the damn floor. But I slid in there. And I, was like, like, I think it. You, I think it. Yeah, you know, it, it, it was it, man. It's like, I got it. I got it. You know, and he's like, what, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, what do you have? So I'm like, look, look. And I showed him the picture. And he was like, the van? So, so what, you getting rid of the truck for the van? No, I want the polka dots. We're going to do polka dots for the paint. And he like looks at me. He's like, you're drinking, haven't you? You're drunk. Like, you, you want me. You, you, something's fucking wrong with you. Like, you want me to do circles in these dots. I'm like, I'm dead serious. Like, this, this is it. I said, but, you know, let, let's do something different in the dots. Like, you know, what can we do in, in the dots? You know, and I just see him and he's like, his head is down, like on the desk. Kind of like if you took your hands and you're just like kind of beating your head on, on the desk. Mm-hmm. And he's like kind of doing mm-hmm. that. And he's like, okay. And he like sits back up, he grabs his head, you know, like rubbing it. Like, all right, we're going to fucking do this, but we're going to do flakes. <laughs> you know, and I, and I was like, oh, you mean like, like we're going to metal flake, what, the whole truck? He's like, no, we're going to do the dots are going to be metal flakes so they can kind of contrast. So it's not the whole truck will be what, what colors, you know, what we do. And I was like, I've always liked that 95 Mustang yellow. You know, it was like a stock Mm -hmm. yellow that came out. And I was like, I want that yellow to kind of go with it, but I don't want to do the purple, you know? And he's like, no, we're, we're going to do, you know, so he goes like his cabinet and he's like, I have a ton of these damn blue and silver flakes that one guy had purchased. And then whatever happened, he never came back to get a paint. He's like, I've got about six cans of these things and I've been trying to get rid of them. This is what we're using. You know, and I, I'm looking at it, I'm like, well, shit, let's use them. You know what I mean? Shit, they've been sitting there. Let's use right. them. So he got his wife to help out. And the funny shit was, I'm thinking he was going to spray it yellow and then, you know, do the dots. Well, he did the opposite because he said that the flakes were so thick and everything was so thick because it was just flaking clear. So, you know, mm-hmm. he, he did the dots first and then sprayed the yellow to build the yellow up to the dots and then did just like a pinstripe around each dot, like a, a light purplish kind of shit. So, I mean, and it was after that I, I fell in love. Like after that, it was all because the my license plate, I changed it, um, did, got a state one that said dot fever, you know, and it, every time when I come in, you know, I was like, you know, here comes the sickness, you know, and that was... Uh, and I don't remember when, but uh, that damn song, you know, if you're down with the sickness, after a while, I would be playing yeah. that shit, you know. Yeah. But it was, yeah. It, yeah. It, it was it was a thing where I told people you had two options. It was either you looked at it and you were like, man, that's the baddest shit I've ever seen in my life. I love it. Or you would be like, what the fuck? That is ugly as fuck. I cannot believe you did that. But then you would turn around when you guys were talking, like, have you seen Glenn's fucking ugly ass truck? So it would still kind of get out of what my <laughs> ideas was, you know, but I, I, everyone loved it. And, you know, I, I had actually reached out to the guy that actually still has that yellow van and he's actually over in Japan because he sent me a picture with it over at Japan parked on the street. 
um, that I have, and and um, and he says it still runs. He put a new motor in it, but you know, like it's still the original paint. He hasn't touched it, hasn't done anything, just kind of you know buffing and cleaning. And I was like, dude, that's you know, that's just fucking awesome. But yeah, that was that that's was my polka yeah. dot. That was my polka dot phase, and and yeah, it was quite. And and the funny shit is, is I had a white shirt with black polka dots on it, you know, yeah, for no, you dude. Yes, I did. But the funny shit was, I only had it for a little bit because the my girlfriend at the time, she was just like, you know what, I you can't wear that because you remind me of the fucking Dalmatians, and I can't get down with you and the Dalmatians and shit, Dalmatians. you know, and you know, and I was just like, I right, fine, you know. So I, I kind of got out of that. But yeah, no, the hair I didn't do because. You know, at that time I did have hair and it was, it was just one of those things where I either had, <laughs> I had like, okay, so I had like the, kind of like the flat top, but it was cut on the sides. Mm-hmm. You know how you did the lines and, you know, I would do right. different e- either, you know, sayings. Matter of fact, and my mom is coming up this weekend and she's bringing her little, um, you know, old school shoe box with all the old pictures. And I swear there's a mm-hmm. picture in there. Where, you know, I got the flat top and the sides are shaved, but there's still, you know, a little bit of hair. And I did one with the old heartbeat, like on the side of your truck. I did that where it went down to the back, you know, to a mm-hmm. point, you know, point in the back. But there was ones where I had the guy do like little circles, like polka dots on it, too. And that that was because my mom was just like that. What the <laughs> let me think how she said that when I came home and I'm in the kitchen, like and. You know, I'm still the teenager where I just grab like the carton of milk and just drink it from the, you know, carton, not even pour a glass. They used to piss her off more than anything. So I'm sitting there drinking the carton and she's kind of walks in and I'm like, oh shit, she's about to yell at me. And she didn't even yell at me about that. She's like, what the fuck did you do to your hair? You know, type of thing. So she had to take a picture of it. She like ran into the room. She's like, don't you move. I'm taking a picture of this. I need to save this. So whenever you get married or when your children ask what, what silly, stupid ass things you've done in your life, I can show them this picture. You know, so she, she took, <laughs> yeah, she took that picture type of thing. But yeah, that was that. You got to, on the artwork for this episode, you've got to put that picture up. Do you, <laughs> if she's if she's got if she has a picture that shows that you have to put it up. You, you have to understand. I'm trying not to give uh, a lot of arson uh, uh, or ammo to Dizzy because he is scary. If you give him too much, you know, ammo. No, no, no. See, <laughs> you already you've already given him the ammo by talking about all this on this episode. Right. Enough. <laughs> So yeah, and, and you're gonna, uh, gonna find an old picture of Kwame and put your face on it. <laughs> that, that yeah, that's gonna be scary. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So yes, that my silly ass was doing the polka dot stuff, and and, and we we definitely in, in the future get on that. We've got it. I want to get back. This is your thing. This is not my thing. <laughs> you know, but so so. We are now in RA, which, you know, we both mm-hmm. are still, mm-hmm. you know, we are together and, you know, we both agree it's the best club on our side in the world that we love. I love the everybody. Um, so after that, w- when is it when you when you picked up your S10 that you have now? I, we were at All-Star Events in 2013. Um and I and those that don't know, I DJ All Star event just about every year it took place. So of the sixteen or seventeen years, I did all but about three years of it. So <clears throat> Eric uh, Rhodes, who originally had the S10, um, 
had it at the show that year and Jerry had mentioned something to me about him trying to sell it. And Chico, um, Tracy Shaw up here in, in St. Louis was looking at it too. So I went over to Eric and talked to him a little bit about it. And, um, and I said, you know, if, uh, you know, if we can make this deal happen and I'll, you know, I'll come back down and we'll pick it up and whatever. So we did, we made the deal, um, just before Thanksgiving, uh, in 2013 and I came down with my buddy Rob who's a uh, St. Louis City police officer because I was carrying a whole bunch of cash with me right <laughs> and uh, you can take a gun anywhere you want to go so I'm okay and uh, so we came down we actually met at the, the same ballpark that we held the show at and um, Eric and his wife and kids were there and the kids were kind of upset because they had a truck for so long they didn't really want to get rid of it but you know, we made a really good deal on it. And uh, he says, of all things, too, he says, you know, if your day ever comes and you decide you want to get rid of this, make sure you call me first. And I said, absolutely, brother. You know, he knew it was going to somebody who's going to preserve it, kind of bring it back to life, you know, but not ruin what it was. So uh, he says, uh, hey, I think there's a ZZ Pop cassette in the in the tape player right now. So just, just keep that eye and worried about it or whatever else. And I'm like, uh, Rob, I guess we're going back listening to ZD Top. And uh, so we started driving, and I love ZD Top, don't get me wrong, and, and rest in peace, Dusty Hill. But uh, yeah, I could only take about 30 minutes of that. And so then we stopped at uh, a Walmart, and you'll remember this. I, I know you're going to, this is going to hit home for you. So we bought one of the cassette deals you that you put in with the little wire that comes out and you plug it into your phone. Yes, sir. So we could get the, re- get the rest of the way home that way. And so we're rolling and we slowly but surely start turning up a little bit more and the sun's out and windows are down and yeah the speakers and that thing had just been dry rotted to shit so we were rolling back with no foam around speakers and woofers just kind of bouncing and yeah the sound the sound was horrible but we drove all the way back from from memphis all the way back to st louis four hours not a lick of problems and um and i noticed something on the way and i said you know this nitrogen shit's kind of cool because I don't listen to compressors now and I don't I don't have to wait for air. I have it whenever I want. This is kind of cool. And uh, so then at that point, I got it home and I said, uh, the first thing I wanted to do was get rid of those damn Maltese cross wheels because I hated them. Right. I hated them with a passion. And a lot of people know that trick because of those wheels and I, and I respect that. But yeah, no, they had to go. So I, uh, I sold them to some guy that lives up in North County of St. Louis here and then uh, and then I started kind of the rebuild of it kind of deal and uh, you know it's gone its its own direction so to speak it's it looks basically the same as it was whenever Eric Arrington it used to be a Custom Works which I'm sure you remember them too yes sir <clears throat> that's who built the chassis and everything and it is a two link oh okay um, input okay. input all the, all the two link jokes start now that's fine <laughs> um, but honestly I I've, I've driven I put a new engine in that truck the following year after I or remanufactured engine in it. And I drove that truck. It's been driven to every single show that it's ever been to, except Battle in Bama. We trailered it there because my buddy had a 38 foot trailer and he was already going to put his truck on it. He said, you might just throw your truck on it and we'll just roll together. Okay, fine. So that's the only show that that truck since I've owned it has ever been trailered to. It's been driven nine hours to mini nats four hours five hours six hours whatever i drive it everywhere because that's why it was built 
Right, um, right. Nothing against somebody who trailers. They, <clears throat> anybody who trailers is fine. You know, it's no different than the, you know, trailer drive compared to, you know, bought and built, whatever, you know, uh, call it how you want. But I, I, my thing was I wanted to be able to drive it. So I made it very drivable and, and it stayed that way. And now it's in a thousand pieces. And, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I told Eric what I was going to do and it came out in street trucks um, that same year we went to Battle of Bama in 2019. And, you know, Eric, I remember Eric calling me and saying, dude, you did exactly what you said you were going to do. That truck looks amazing. And how much do you want for it? And, and I said, uh, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's simple. Um, so it's, it's a hundred percent. It's, it's not going anywhere and, and it's getting a, a, a remake or, or a redo you want to say, but, uh, you know, it's still going to be a lot of what everybody's going to remember about the truck, but, uh, it was time for me to take the next phase with it and, and do it right. So it's completely bare frame right now. And, you know, we're reworking the frame a little bit and it's going to be four length this time. So no more jokes and, <laughs> you know, bigger, bigger set, new set of wheels and tires. It's just, it'd be different, but similar. And, uh, so if I can never get my fat ass out to the garage and actually work on it, uh, it would be fine. But it, you know, I, I don't seem to have that effort, you know, I, I, like I should have that to get out there working on it. But, uh, but it's without a doubt, Eric Arrington. You know, at Custom Works, yeah, there's a lot of things that have been said about that shop in the past. And there was people that there was great vehicles that came out of there, and there was people that had issues, or whatever the case might be. But I can tell you now, my truck was built top notch without a problem at all, front to back. Chassis wise, I never had an issue with that truck. Yeah, see, and just like with anything, um, every business, you're going to have people that have, you know, uh, a good experience and you got people who have bad experiences. I mean, you, you take it for what it is. I mean, just kind of just like we were talking, I didn't have not one issue with, you know, Pearl Hopper whatsoever. And see, you had your issues, mm -hmm. you know, type of thing. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of the same thing with the truck, man. I mean, you are, you've got uh, a, a mint cherry, you know, piece of history and, and you didn't have any issues, you know, versus somebody else, you know, with something coming out of that shop, you know, will say what they have to say. I mm -hmm. mean, we all have our different, you know, experiences at different places but i mean i i personally i love the truck and you know from that first time when i saw that mini nats when we first met you know it's just kind of one the color that blue um and then just you know i that was like my first truck my introduction to the mini truck scene was you know your good old square body s dime and mm -hmm. you can't you, you just you can't get away from it. The only difference is, is as I get bigger, I need to go from standard to extended to, <laughs> to four door. You know, the crew cab. You know, but it's still right, it's the same. Right. You know, and, and I love it, man. It's just it, it's. But you know, it, it, but again, you know, I'm gonna add my little thing in there because you know me. I just need a shell on it. That's all. I just, I'm a shell man. You know, you gotta have my... <laughs> <laughs> you <know>. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you say that because, and, and you know what, we need to. At some point later on the road, we can do an episode where we get a handful of us all together. And we just need to wait till we're like somewhere in the East Coast for a show, like maybe Minimax next year or something. And just a bunch of us sit down together because the stories and reminiscing about the way it was when a lot of us got started and what we could afford and couldn't afford. Because I remember <clears throat> distinctly the days of my buddies and me going to AutoZone or whatever. 
or parts of America at the time before it was advanced on us or whatever. And and we were buying flexstone or we were <laughs> buying marble or whatever we could do to change up the, the, the truck for that upcoming weekend for the show. Um, and this is when you used to go to shows that would, you know, you would have, and, and I'm talking mid to late 90s, you know, you had S10, 82 to 93, mild, wild, and radical. And then you had S10, 94 to date, that was mild, wild, radical. And then you had Mazda, you know, you had, there was three or four categories to every single make and model of, of Mini that was out there, whether it be a Ranger, a Mazda, a hard body, a Suzu, whatever. And like, it would literally take an hour, it seemed like, to get through just the mini truck classes. Yeah. At a show. Yeah. And then and then all of a sudden you had some hot rod stuff and you, and you had some pro street stuff. And, <laughs> but the damn the damn you know pro street guys are around going, really dude, how many damn trucks are here? Right. But, <laughs> but the yeah. thing was they all were yeah. there. Remember, it was you couldn't go to not one show and not have 90% of all those trucks you were talking about, mild, wild, and radical right. in the same. I mean, we were everywhere. Right. It, it was, it was unreal. Yeah. I, I, and that definitely is a superb idea because I would love to, to sit down and definitely reminisce on that with shows and, and how people got started. Cause it, it's, you know, the, the general senses is there was, it was always that peer pressure that one person had brought the damn mini to you. And then it would, you know, it was kind of like that whole drug thing. You brought that mini and you, and you snorted that mini truck and now you're hooked on it for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and now you throw crack cookies at it and it's over. Exactly. So. <laughs> right. Right. And then you had the nerve to pass it down to your child. And now your child is doing the same right. dumb shit you're doing. <laughs> Oh, dude, you know what? They don't, they don't get no more hardcore than what my kid is. I, I can honestly say that. I mean, he is, he is more hardcore mini truck than, than probably anybody that I know. Oh, amen. Um, I see it, and, man. <laughs> and that's my fault. That's my fault. That, that, it's all me. But, <laughs> but, but I love it. it, it it's great. It's a lot of fun. And he's made, I think uh, I've come to realize. I think the show is only hired me to DJ the show because they know I'm going to bring him with me. Exactly. I think that's all it is. It has nothing to do with me. Right, right. They just want to see him. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, it's like it's going to come to a point to where you're going to have to do his own page and his own you know thing because it's like, you know, DJ Mays, and then it's just like, oh, yeah, where's Dom? And then it's Dom <laughs> right. and, and DJ Mays, and then it's just – Dom, right. and, Don, Dom and his daddy, you know, it's already that way. If I'm, if I'm at a show somewhere, it's, it's the first thing people say, where's the kid at? Where's Dom at? I'm like, or, or he's over there. Or he's over, oh, okay. I'll go find him. <laughs> what about me? What, what's the, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I brought him here. Damn it. You know, <laughs> right. he, he don't have a license. If it wasn't for me, he wouldn't get here. Can, can I get a high five right. or something? <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's just a chauffeur. That's all the fuck right. I am. Yeah. I get honorable mention. That's what the hell I get. It's not even honorable mention. I mean, I mean, everybody else gets a participation trophy. Jay don't get shit. Right. <laughs> that's like, and that's what I love. Like with even with Eddie, you know, like Eddie everywhere when you see Eddie, Eddie Gordy. Yes, Eddie Gordy. You know, and it, yeah. it is hilarious because yeah. like I love messing with them. But it's still, man, it's just cool that, you know, 
there's going to be, um, and especially a girl, you know, being in the scene. Yeah. And I mean, the things that she's going to learn from her dad, you know, it's, it, I, I see the point of it's going to be going to her to get some stuff worked on, you know, a truck because she's going to know more than me. I'm pretty sure she already knows more right. than, more things now, and that's the best <laughs> part about it. You know, just gotta. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, and I I miss and I hate the fact that you know I'm coming in late with kind of getting. I had started with mine, and and I mean they would be you know right there with me and, and doing it. But you know, with life and and things, not being with their mother, and you know only getting them weekends, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know kind of how life is. You know, now they're kind of coming back, and especially now that they're driving. You know, now I'm, you know, oh yeah, Dad, I want to do this and I want to do that. You know, here, help me out, and you just want me to pay for it. That's all that shit is. You know, and I don't even help you out. Right, right, you know? right. <laughs> but, but they're, you know, they're getting back into it, and we talk, <clears> and they <throat> they miss the times of you know the shows that we went to because during that time we were big with Drop Jaw, so we were always mm-hmm, you know hitting mm-hmm. Drop Jaw shows, and I mean, and, and I and I love it. Like right now, um. My middle one, he's a senior this year, and we've got that uh, 94 Caprice wagon in, in the garage uh-huh. right now. And I I got my old one back, back when they were little, and I got that wagon. So the last seat that faces outward, you know, they loved riding in it. it you know, if I wasn't throwing them on top of it, you know, trying to dry them out. But most <laughs> of the time they were inside, you know, and they loved riding in it. And, that was the one thing, you know, he, I got my old one back to get all the parts off of it that they really don't even make anymore. Like it's hard as hell to, you're, you're not, you're not going to get, um, um, the taillight fillers. You're not, you know, it's just, oh, not, yeah, no, no, no. so I had to get those and some other things. And I was gonna, you know, I was gonna fix. No, up. but uh, but Eddie's Eddie Gordy's daughter, if I go to make it for you, exactly. You know, it won't be yeah. long. And I, I thought about asking her, you know, because that's the only place now to get them. Right? <laughs> you know, but right. and that was, it. and I said to you, know, I told him, I was like, look, I was gonna fix this damn thing up for me and and you know make it my daily, but you know, if you want it, let me know. You know, we'll get going. And you know, he was like, yeah, you know, I, I would love. You know, he's just kind of looking at me like, not really about to cry, but he's like, seriously, like, this is your wagon. Like, you, this is your wagon. And I'm like, look, it, calm down because it's not like I'm giving you the truck because, like, you know, you're burying me in the truck. So you're not getting the truck. But, you know, the wagon, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's, it, yeah. So he, I mean, he's been on there. Like, af, after football practice and shit, he's been in there and um, we got the front end pretty much taken apart and, you know, with this weekend, you know, we have a an extra day. We're gonna pretty much have it the front bagged, um, and to where we can get it off the jack stands and, you know, start working on the back. But you know, I told him, you know, at least I figure by Thanksgiving we should have it all done to where he's gonna start driving it. And I mean, he's just tickled pink mm-hmm. about it, man. He's he's just ready. He's like, I just can't wait to get to school and pull up and just lay that damn thing down in front of everybody, and they're gonna be like, oh. <laughs> You know, and I mean, that's where you kind of, you know, got to wipe the, wipe the tear from your eye a little bit because, you know, that, right, yeah, all yeah, things, you know, you're, he talked about you're, was you're laid out. on the school that day. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, completely. You got to follow him to school that day and video I'm, this the whole damn thing. filming that from the time he pulls out the driveway, you know, all the way <laughs> to the end. You know, the only difference is, is I might, after he walks into school and, and starts his day, I might sneak up and move the move the wagon to freak him the fuck out. So when he comes, in, you know, at the end of the day, be like, someone stole my car. Where's my car? It's my first day and my car's gone. You know, and just kind of park it farther in the back. I, I'm not sure I might do that. You know, but and that's it. You know, that I, I love the thing about with with bringing the kids along. But 
in my rambling, I was just sitting there thinking when you're talking about slam session, I remember um, animated attractions, which was, you know, the drop jaws club. They had their show mm-hmm. in Greenville, North Carolina was called slam session. It just, just kind of, right. And I think that's the one, that's the one LMC. I think was talking about. And I, and like I said, the one I was talking about in Paducah could be wrong. It may not have been that, but I thought it was. I thought that's what the name was, and it only lasted two or three years. Uh, but I, I could swear that that was the uh, the name of it. But it was at the executive in there in Paducah, Kentucky, um, and, and maybe they were going at the same time. This is probably two thousand three, two thousand four range, give or take a little bit. Um, so they could have been going at about the same time. Who knows? Right, right. And, 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 you know, I just kind of, when, when you were saying that, it just finally hit me and I was sitting there thinking, because I think I still have in, in my little box of goodies of like old school uh, flyers and stuff. I think I still have that flyer from Slam Session that, you know, when we didn't have graphic disorder making us badass flyers mm-hmm. where it looked like you can tell you drew, they drew it by hand, you know, type of thing. Which no big deal, but that that shows the evolution Which of both of, of us had no art skills. Yeah, no, no I, art skills at all. Man, look when when I sent some of the stuff to uh, to Brant uh, a few days ago, and I, I told him I said, "Listen, I fuck up, you know, stick figures, so do not laugh at me." And I swear to God, I, I, when I come back up there for next year's you know open house, there better not be my pictures hanging up on the wall, you know, talking about, you know, customer's worst drawing of the year or whatever, you know, I said, I, I'm going to be looking, you know, and he laughed. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry about it. You're good. I'm like, all right now. You, you don't worry about that. I'm, I'm calling Brent tomorrow. You don't worry about that. I got you covered. <laughs> it was just bad. I was just bad. You know, it was just kind of like, I, I even, you know, school art was not me. Like I, I failed art. It, it was, you know, and like I remember, I remember my dad. You know, it's just like, how the fuck you 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 fail macaroni pictures? Like, what what the fuck? You know, I'm like, I don't, I'm not artistic. You know, I don't, I don't draw. I don't, you know, it's just I, that's not me. You know, type of thing. You know, and he just kind of shook his head on that one. I just, no, I I don't do that. <laughs> All right, so you, know, it, it, you you talked about bringing the kids into everything that we're doing now, um, and you talked about life. You know, life can't happens and. Right here. So hold on, hold on, hold that one this, second. I just all I got to do is, so everyone knows with my recording thing. After you hit an hour, the damn thing just shuts off on us. So right now we're at uh-oh. we're at fifty nine minutes. So I'm just I just got to stop. I'm gonna pause this, and then we're gonna restart recording for like part two. So so it does so it doesn't cut <laughs> off on us as you're going. So everyone knows we, we're. And this is the point where we take a quick break. So everybody go pee or whatever you need to do. Go get, get, go get you some popcorn, get you some drink, you know, something to just refill. And we're going to take a, just a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go now. Come on, now crank this motherfucker up. All right. I, I hope everyone had their, their bathroom break, got your fill of your drink and, we're all good to go, and and we're starting this second half here with my man DJ Mays. <laughs> it's, it's sad that you're saying we're starting the second half. What right, are you right. talking about? <laughs> yeah. So we, we we before we you know decided to take this break that you know we had to take, we were we were starting to talk about with us and getting the kids together, and 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 you were. St- you were starting a speech, and I and I I hated to have to cut you off. 
but I'm hoping that you still remembered what you were saying because if it was like me, I that shit is already gone and I couldn't remember. But <laughs> I hope you have a it better was, it, memory. It was, it was really more of a, you know, we were we were talking about you know life happens. Right. So you know, as, as you a lot of us got into this when we were in our teenage years, 18, 19, 20, 21, whatever. And then life happens. You get married, you have kids, and, and things kind of slow down and go a different direction for you. And we and a lot of us have talked about it. As a matter of fact, LMC and I talked about it over the weekend while we were at uh, Revolution. It's you're starting to see that comeback, and I think that's why the old school stuff is so popular right now because all the people that used to do all this 20 years ago is now getting back into it. So that's why you're seeing all these new shows pop up all over the place. That's why you're seeing these old school builds and hearing names that you remember hearing years ago and all of a sudden here they are back again or somebody you've never met and like the guy at the spark show with the white blazer with the purple scallops that shows up out of nowhere um unreal steve or scott or something i can't remember his name but nicest old guy on a planet he i I have no clue how old he is he has to be late 50s early 60s and that blazer is just spot on gorgeous and i mean where's that been all of our lives we haven't seen that so i think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing so much of it and i think it's important for our kids that are coming up with us now to recognize that stuff and remember where it started years ago and that these people are still going now um so i think i think we're all we all got our kids into it at the right time right now yeah you you can't Tell me, I'm, I'm not going to believe you whatsoever that that man does not have any type of time machine or something because that blazer looks exactly like something that I would pass on the street about 1989, 1990, and mm-hmm. just as bad ass as could be. Like, I, exactly when you said, Where the hell is that thing? I mean, that was my first thing when I walked into it. I was like, Where the fuck is this thing been? Like, it, it, I mean, right. just as clean and. And like, just like, it's just been done, you know, and, and, and mm-hmm. that damn thing is badass. So yes, I, I completely agree with you. And, and that is, that's, you know, even for myself, if I say that, you know, it was, you know, growing up, getting into it. I mean, hell, I was working, I was managing a car stereo shop. So like you, I, I was right in the middle of all of that, man. I was living my best life. Yeah. You know, I had my truck. I'm, I'm right. doing the stuff that I wanted to do. We're going to shows. You know, we're we're chasing girls. We're just we're living our lives, you know. And and then mm-hmm. after that, you know, I get a girlfriend, and then we have our first child. So obviously, unless you owned your own stereo shop, you're not going to be able to make any type of money and still take care of her family. So that was kind of like where I had to change things. And yeah, that and then probably about uh, two years later, I had sold the polka dot, and I was kind of out of the game for probably about four or five years, you know, until I. I mm-hmm. I just ran into my wagon and I don't know what it was, but that wagon just called, it was a stock wagon, but God, the damn thing just called me and I'm, I'm looking at the shit that I could do to it. And I'm just like, you know, the hell with this. It, it's, I need, I, I need something, you know, I, I need to do something. It's that, I, it's that bug. Yeah, man. I mean, I had a suburban and I had wanted to do a lot of stuff to it and I tried to keep it stock, you know, but then I mm-hmm. said to hell with it, I'm going to do the, the wagon. But then after the after the wagon started going, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm doing the the bourbon too because the bourbon was like the family vehicle, you know." And mm-hmm. um, 
just like the hell. This is what we're doing. This is exactly what we're doing. So I mean, and I get it, you know. And here it is now, you know. I'm not with you know her anymore, and now I'm with Rochelle, and it's like I'm starting completely over right after, you know, college again. You know, it's just me and her. Mm-hmm. We 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 have a, a not a newborn. I mean, she's five now, but it and but now she's in the scene too, and and now we have the money to continue to do you know the things that we want to do and still be able to you know do the normal family stuff. All right, hold on. Do you hear that noise, right. or am I just right. hearing things? No, I think they're smoking something. Okay, so you don't hear any 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 noise. Nope. I wonder if it's these headphones. Okay, well, never mind. We'll we'll know soon enough. <laughs> At this point, in 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 section two of DJ May's, around five minutes. Glenn is hearing some funky noises in his headset. So if the people <laughs> the people do not hear this fucked up noise, scratching noise that I hear, then understand that this weekend Glenn <laughs> crack cooking right. <laughs> I I I am hearing first I'm hearing things now. If I start seeing shit crawling on the wall, then yes, definitely we're gonna have to talk to, to Michelle Boone about them damn cookies. <laughs> I just I <laughs> Uh, you know, and again, I apologize. You, uh, look, y'all know there ain't nothing professional about this shit, so y'all cannot complain nope. and nope. say that you know you, you got to do better, Glenn. I need more, more, more of a professionalism from you, like, cause you ain't getting that from here because it ain't happening. <laughs> hey, you know what? Here's the problem, though. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to go back and listen to this episode and are going to be Googling, who the fuck is Kwame? I know. <laughs> How do you spell that? Yeah, exactly. I was about to say they're going to be like, for Q, those listening, Q. For those listening, it's, it's K-W-A-M-E. <laughs> for those listening, that's how you look it up. Look him up. There's a song called The Rhythm. The, look that up. Just yep. look that up. <laughs> you, know, you know, and again, man, this is. Uh, this is why I love you, man. You you impressed me. Like that is a name that I have not heard in a long time, and and for you to pull it out like that, like d- damn, like hey, <laughs> this is all this is all you, Mister Coconut. This right? is all you. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm gonna, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look up and find you a U men sweatshirt <laughs> or a, a JW. Uh, Black and white polka dotted shirt somewhere. Look, I'm gonna tell you now, they're not gonna have it in my size. You're gonna have to get like a, a <laughs> either a bed sheet or like a, a tablecloth and get someone to kind of cut that shit out. I, <laughs> it's it, it's getting oh. bad. <laughs> All right, so we 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 are at the um, point that you've got the truck. You're in the club. Let's start. So let's get to. The show that that's what I we, we're gonna do the show. Mm-hmm. Then I figure mm-hmm. we'll talk about DJ Mays and Twitch. Let let's I want to make sure and mm-hmm. get onto the show because damn it, I, I I don't care what the hell goes on next year twenty twenty two. I'm going to be there. I hate that I missed it this year. So you gotta explain to to the listeners so they can prepare themselves. What, what are they gonna be looking forward to when they end up in in the good old St. Louis? So in a couple weeks, so we're recording right now on September 1st. So in a couple weeks, um, middle to towards the end of September, we will release the artwork um, for next year's show. Tony Moore uh, from Asphalt Army has uh, has really gone over the top on, on next year's artwork. And I told him, um, Matt Jones uh, and myself were uh, the main guys kind of behind doing the show. 
And I told Tony, I said, look, dude, just go off. Just don't hold back. Just bring it. Bring it with all you got and make it the most impressive thing you've ever done. And Jesus Christ, did he do it. When you guys see this, and I'll give you guys, here it is, an exclusive right here. Nobody knows about this yet. You've heard it here first, y'all. <laughs> right, right. Glenn, Glenn's got the info. Ready? Right. So, there's a new issue of All Time Low magazine coming out. It goes to print probably in the next few days or next week, and then will be out to subscribers. So, in the new All Time Low magazine, which will be out by the end of September for sure, all the subscribers first will get to see it. There will be a full page ad in there with the show artwork location, date, and website on there. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what's on the, the artwork, but that will be in there as well as a Relaxing in the Park uh, sticker that has the dates and location and everything on it. So we're giving Rich and Beth a thousand stickers to put in with all the subscriptions and the first X amount of people after the subscriptions are out there or whatever else. So when you get your new issue of All Time Low Magazine next month, you will have see that one full page ad and I'll have a sticker in your hand for the show. Um, so the dates are May 20 through 22nd. And um, it's going to be in a different location. I can tell you that now. Um, it will be about 30 minutes south of where it was last year. We basically, we outgrew the show. The, the, the area where we were having the show in and we're slated to have the show in for several years, just we outgrew it in the first year we had it. And for those that don't know, the first year of the show was 2019 and two weeks before the show, the park we were going to have the show in flooded out. And I mean major flood, like five feet deep flood. And so then we had to move the show last minute to a community college close by which gave us just barely enough space to actually do it. Didn't get to have a show in 20, so we had the show in 21. Um, everything went great. We were just shy of 400 vehicles. It was an amazing turnout. We raised a bunch of money for kids, and that's the most important part. We are legitimate 501C. So nice. um, all, the, all the money we raised goes to help kids in school districts pay for their lunches. Um, you know, we send some to children's hospitals, that kind of a thing. So we're always giving back in, in a certain way kind of thing. So um, for 2022, we are we are not holding back whatsoever. We are going full bore to uh, to keep, and we want to keep the variety. We love our mini trucks. We love our full sizes. Don't get it wrong. But there's going to be lifted trucks there. Um, there's going to be street rods and hot rods and all that kind of stuff. There may even be some really big vehicles that a lot of us don't like rolling next to on the highway because they their air brakes go off and we think we just blew a fucking line. Right. <laughs> but there's a good chance we're going to have a bunch of those kind of guys there. Too. So it's going to be a big variety of everything. Um, but 2022 is shaping up to be quite the amazing year. So yeah, you definitely, you definitely need to make it up. That's for sure. Yeah, man. It, it, first, first I have to say, make sure that everybody listening Again, y'all can just sit back and just call me like the 1990s Montel Jordan of the podcast because I be bringing shit to you firsthand. 
So you heard it, you know, here first with All Time Low magazine. If you if you're a subscriber, make sure when you get that issue here in a few weeks to open that shit up and see. And when you see that sticker in that damn magazine, first thing in your mind, you should say, "Damn it, that damn Glenn, awesome. That that's what I like here." <laughs> Then you can say to yourself, oh, yeah, by the way, we definitely are going to that show because that show is, is, is right. going to be a badass thing. But make sure you thank the Montel Jordan of the podcast. <laughs> no, this is the Arsenio Hall. Right oh, yeah, the Arsenio. I need a couch. I need a fist bump, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, yeah, man, it's, you know, I definitely, I'm going to look for my, you know, my issue for sure. I think that that is just, man, it's just killer. Like, the the things that you guys have got going on. I mean, hell, I thought that that last venue looked badass. And I mean, I completely get that you guys outgrew it. I mean, that that's a, that's a big plus and a positive, you know, to move to the new place. And, and I've always said that show wise, you know, you, you kind of restrict yourself when you do just a mini truck or just a, I mean, that's why, like my thing, I love, I say the custom scene because it's like, we all are into it, you know? So I would want like mm-hmm. everybody, mm-hmm. you know, from, you know, the hot rods from the, you know, the lifted trucks and, and everything, you know, that, and, and what you're talking about with those trucks back in the, you know, well, not even back in the day, just, you know, a few years ago when I used to do outside sales for that, you know, they had a huge show in Kentucky, the great American, you know, truck bash. And mm-hmm. that, sh- the things that they did with those would blow your mind. You, I'm thinking, I'm looking at big ass mini trucks, basically. When you know, when you've got that truck, right, with with walled out speakers, and the side is just sitting there flexing, and you're like, dude, you're you, you're supposed to be working with this thing, you know. When you see this, you think, mm-hmm. of, you know, and, and it, yeah, it, it's so that's bad, man. That's that's badass. I can't I can't wait. It is like one of those things where, you know, every year, Rochelle and I sit down right around New Year's. And, and kind of try to map out our year, you know, with what shows we can make it to and which ones we can't. And I really think 2022 is going to be a biggie, you know, because, like, there's a lot that I want to hit, and I'm going to do everything that I can to get there. And it's like I'm going to put in as much miles as Ron did, you know, like Ron has right now with mm-hmm. Hammered. I mean, it's he's all over the, the, the country. And it's, Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed that West coast trip that we took and we're really, that is again on our list on something, you know, that way for sure. If it's not going to be that same one, you know, we might actually hit, you know, the awakening or whatever that they're going to do for 2022. But yeah, I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. yeah, man, I, I I can't wait. Like I, I, I love seeing the little hints and the pictures that you put up, you know, on, on, on all the social media of what you guys got going on, like those uh, are those acrylic trophies that you have, what says relaxing in a park that you had last year, like those. Yeah, we do. Uh, and actually every year so far we've done, we did uh, some, some acrylic and some metal the first year um, last year or should, for this year, I should say we did pretty much all acrylic. So creative house, Doug Johnson, um, does all of our acrylic awards. And then um, we turn to Josh Welch at Welch's Shop Shop to do like our metal signs and anything metal uh, award wise that we're going to do. So we'll have the best of show wrestling belt back again, uh, which we had the first year and of course this year. And then um, so we'll have that again next year. There's going to be some more little things that we'll bring up later as things go along. But 
Um, Doug Johnson is going to be doing our awards again, so we'll have a Curlip Awards again. We will have Josh Welch doing some other medal awards, some best ofs and stuff with us too. So, um, and you don't know what dollar signs might pop up in some of this too. So, um, you know, it's just you just got to wait and see. But we uh, we don't hold back on the awards. We want everybody to have, uh, and we always say it. You say it, I say it, we all do. It, the shows aren't about the awards, and we all say that. We all like getting them, but it's not, we don't necessarily go there for that. Um, but when the awards look pretty cool, you don't mind taking one. Yeah, so. and and again, that that's what I was going to say. Like, those those acrylic ones, well, all of them that you guys have there are just classy, man. Like, I, I, I like that. It, it was a different look from other, you know, shows and other type of, you know, trophies and things that i've seen with other places and the, i i you know i just i liked them and it kind of caught me off guard in the beginning because i'm like damn that and again i just when i see see the different ones you know you kind of just in your mind picture because i've got a room that's got you know shelves with those you know different awards that we've won and i'm mm-hmm. just like you know that mm-hmm. that would be a cool one to have i i, I like that you know and and that was like the thing i uh, what was it uh last night it I forget who I was talking to. Oh, um, Robbie, and and, and that's um, yeah. I and I do, and I completely understand, and I'm with you, you know, with that. And it's not, you know, it, everyone can get into the whole, you know, debate with the trophy chasing and all that stuff. And yes, we would, you know, everyone enjoys taking one home and stuff. But my thing that I say is, everyone that throws a show. The only way to wipe that out is is everyone needs to stop making these badass trophies. Damn it. Because every time that I see them, you know, screw you, I want one. You know, what the hell I got to do to right. take one? You know, because they're they're just badass, man. And it's 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 hard not to want to take one and almost hard after, you know, almost as hard as not acting like a baby, you know, because you want one because you feel that like it's right in your reach and then it's not. And then you're like, what the fuck? You know, so, you know, I, and I, I don't condone, you know, the, the grown ass men getting upset, you know, that they didn't get a trophy. But I'm to be honest, I understand because, damn it, I'm standing right next to you, too. I want one, you know, because those shits are fucking badass. You know? I, I understand it, you know. So, you know, if, if there is a time when someone is at a show and they're upset and they're ready to freak out or whatever, just if I'm there, call me because I will hug them because that's what they need because we all want that that damn trophy. And, and I get it. I get yeah. I just I tell people, stop as as a promoter, stop making badass trophies and we won't have we all need to go back to the regular bowling trophy that you know stacks up and then just maybe have like a truck on the top of it and or a car so even if you had a motorcycle right. you still get best of and it's a car on top of it not a motorcycle like we did back in the day and everyone would be fine <laughs> yeah that, that that cheap little three dollar trophy that the shop down the street made yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. we be... set at that point yeah. <laughs> but yeah they'd be like if a worst time would come it'd be like a ghost town it wouldn't be anybody okay we got where the hell did everybody go? Right, you know uh, y'all y'all can do whatever. I'm gonna mail you your trophy. You want to be a smart ass? I'm still gonna get you're it. You're gonna get it. That's yes, right. You you gonna take this damn trophy? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, and I and, and it's just I just want to you know definitely give you props, man, because it, it, seeing them last year that that your goddess doing the acrylic work or whatever, I'm just like fuck. That's just I mean it just it looks classy. You know, it's just kind of one of those things. Like even if it wasn't. Uh, uh, like for a car or truck show, I, I I can see some shit, you know, like 
you know, I don't know, best designer of, you know, T-shirts. I don't know, but it was just, it, it's a classy trophy. I like it. You know, I, I really like yeah. that. So uh, it, it's, it's Doug, cool. Doug Johnson at Creative House does an amazing job. He's out of California area. And uh, he did all the awards for us at All-Star event most of the years. Um, so he's a, he's a great dude and he does really, really good work. And, and you know, it, 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 some people are, you know, they don't like the plastic, they like the metal or whatever else you get your way. So we try to mix up a little bit of both of them in there. Um, cause we, you know, we love Josh Welch too, uh, from Welch's Shop Shop. And, um, you know, even Feldhand Fab, uh, Jason Feldhand's a great dude when it comes to doing awards and does amazing paint work and stuff. So, um, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that you can choose to use. Um, but you know, we've kind of already had that long relationship with Doug as it was, and it was easy to reach out to him and get these going. And, uh, so we tend to stick with him for a good chunk of the kind of deal, but we like to, we like to make sure the awards look good, but you know, at the same time, like we always say, it's not necessarily about that, but, uh, you know, they're cool to take home, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I feel that maybe, maybe we should just, I don't, I don't want you now, if you're coming next year, I don't want you freaking out though so you know because you're in the club so technically you're not eligible for the award so if i need to make you one ahead of time just tell me and i'll just set it aside and after the awards are over i'm like glenn here here, here's your award calm down here you go buddy and you know i don't i don't need to go in postal you know and we got enough problems in st louis we don't need that too look i i can't promise you that i won't go st lunatic <laughs> i mean i'm just saying <laughs> You, you, I mean, even if you might have to do a patch or something, just just to kind of mow me over, you know, because it, it's it's yeah, I, I can't make any promises, man, because it's it's gonna be one of those things. I, I might have to put the 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 truck in someone else's name, so it's not like mine. So I'm not right. so they're the truck is eligible, but I'm not, you know, type of thing. Right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, so we we, oh. we definitely got the the show in there, which is awesome. So let let's get down to the I, how did we come up with the name of DJ Maze, and let's talk about the Twitch thing because that people need to get on to that man because that that is that is too damn fun, and I hate that a lot of times I'm missing it. And when I talk with Robbie with the shit that y'all do on those nights on it, man, I'm just like, damn it, it, it just we got to talk about it before before we end this, we, we got to talk about it. Well, the the DJ Mace, I've been DJing twenty seven years now. Oh no um, shit! Okay, my bad. I was thinking it was so, new. Okay. No, no, not by any means. And um, you know, I started DJing when I was seventeen and a senior in high school. I would uh, I would DJ at a, at a nightclub over in Illinois called Stages, and I would go in at about midnight on Sundays and DJ till six a.m. and then come home, shower and change, go to school, get out half day, go to work at McDonald's on Monday, and then get back home by, you know, about eight o'clock at night and finally go to sleep. Um, you know, we could do that shit back then. We right? could do that. Uh, <laughs> it, it takes us three days to recover from that. Um, so um, we were, I was actually, and this was you know, a couple of years into it kind of thing. I, I was about 21 years old and I was DJing at a, uh, a teen club. The teen clubs got real big around here in St. Louis for a while. So I was DJing at a team club and my buddy Chris Johnson was with me and uh, we were playing some some stuff and we were throwing a little bit of older stuff once in a while. Most of the kids didn't recognize anything. And, and he said, man, I swear, he goes, you're just like, you're like in this maze tonight. Man. You're just, you're kind of, 
you're going down one way and then your total left turn or somewhere else and you just don't know where you're going to end up because it's like a maze and uh for whatever reason the name just kind of kind of hung out at that point he kind of started calling me that and i thought well i guess i'll just roll with that because i never truly had much of a dj name um and then we just uh, kind of rolled out with that and um you know so i've always done my thing and i always dj like uh, a, a show here or there kind of thing mainly all-star events um i did some shows when uh, some of the guys in louisiana used to do a show called relaxing in the bayou and i would dj that um and there's been some other ones throughout the years and then the past several years I just got to the point where I started DJing Show Me Shake Up in Branson, Missouri every year and Sparks in the Ozarks, um, obviously DJing our show. And it kind of started springing into, hey, what would you charge to DJ our show here? DJ our show here. And it kind of kind of started growing a little bit. And honestly, I owe a lot of the remaining part of last year and a lot of this year's um, bookings, I think, and um, I, I call myself a fad. Um, Tony Moore constantly gets on me when I when I say that, but I call myself a fad. Um, I think right now it's, it's a popular thing just because of what's going on, and and you hear my name out there, and people are like, oh, I, yeah, I want to book that guy too. I want to book that guy too. Um, Tony Moore says it's not a fad. He goes, you're you're far thing from a fad. You are you you're you're talented at what you do, and that's why these people want you. Um, but, uh, so when Greg Miller brought me on the street in the coast last year, um, he was in a situation where his main DJ was also American forces DJ. Um, so he couldn't be on the main stage and in their booth at the same time. He didn't know DJ, he reached out to me. <clears throat> so I feel like I owe a, a, a huge, um, thank you to, to Greg Miller for bringing me on the street in the coast, which really introduced me to a lot of people. Um, and when you get to a show that big and you're on a, on a stage that big, right on the beach and in front of that many people, um, you know, he, that man's done a lot of stuff for a lot of people. I will, uh, I will go on record to this, to, to the day I die to say thank you to that man for bringing me into that show and exposing me to so many people and really put me in a situation where I was able to line up as many shows as I did this year in the schedule for next year is looking even crazier than this year's. Um, I don't, I, my, thank God, the, my boss at my work is the owner of the company. Um, <laughs> but I'm, <clears throat> you know, I'm definitely going to wear out my vacation days next year with no problem. But, uh, you know, it, the, the Twitch thing really started when, you know, when the pandemic hit a little over a year ago, pretty hard, you know, the bars and clubs and things were closing down. And, and, and without getting political on this, St. Louis is a very, St. Louis City, St. Louis County, um, the east side over in the Illinois area is, uh, it's, it's a very one-sided area. It's, you know, it's, it's their way or no way kind of deal. So, you know, they were some of the first ones on board to shutting down this and shutting down that, everything, and oh my God, we're going to die kind of thing. And, uh, and no offense to anybody who has lost somebody, but it was a, it, it, it was a really, oh my God situation around here. So all the bars and clubs closed. So all of that extra money, a lot of us DJs made was gone. Right. We weren't getting it no more. What were we going to do? Um, 
so a few friends started kind of messing around on this gaming app called Twitch. And they reached out to me and said, hey, dude, I've been kind of doing this a little bit and whatever. I looked into it and I thought, well, you know, it's kind of something to do. I don't really know that I could do it well enough to make any money or nothing. But, you know, if nothing else, we're all stuck at home. It gives us something to do. So let's just do that. Um, so I started with that towards the end of March and we ran through it through March and April and into May. And then I stopped. Um, and, and all I really did was just set up a, a, a camera, showed me and I would play some videos off to the side of, uh, you know, different shows, that kind of a thing, <clears throat> different, uh, you know, events, whether it be scraping the coast or uh, battle and dam or whatever the case might be. And we just kind of roll with that and we kind of BS and you're able to make your own name on there. So it's kind of, kind of reminds you of street source days, right? You're able right. to, <laughs> you know, make your own name and, you know, you can, nobody has to know it's necessarily you, but you know, you end up introducing yourself and whatever. And, you know, so everybody's in there just kind of chatting and then I'm playing music and it's no big deal. Well, I kind of gave it a rest after May of last year and didn't really do much else. Well, I get to talking to a buddy of mine back in around Christmas time, pretty close to it. And he has, is from Florida and has gotten in really good with, and I'm going to drop a name here real quick for you. DJ Magic Mike. Yeah, baby. And, and and there's not too many people that in our industry probably that don't know who DJ Magic Mike is. He's the godfather of bass. Exactly. Um, so he starts rapping with him a whole lot. He says, hey, man, I've been hanging out with Mike and talking to him. And he says, you know, this this is pretty lucrative. Like, you can really do something with this. And I said, man, I, I don't know. There's probably a lot of work in it and everything else. And you know, at this point, I'm kind of just kind of bummed with the whole bar thing and everything else. So then, um, so he gives Mike my number and Mike calls me. And first off, I was like a fangirl on the phone going, I'm talking to DJ Magic Mike. <laughs> right, I'm about to say, man. And, <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, he kind of shows me the ropes and teaches me a few things or whatever. And so I went full bore on it starting at New Year's Eve. I did my first, you know, main, main role with it kind of deal. And. And it's just kind of grown ever since. And so we all jump in there and we all talk shows. And every Tuesday, we do mini trucking Tuesday. So we talk about the shows that are coming up this upcoming weekend. So like last night, we did uh, Small Town Throwdown. Uh, that Matt Middleton is doing this upcoming weekend. Yep, yep. Um, so we do that for all the shows that come up that week. And Thursdays, we do Throwback Thursday, um, which really is kind of pointless because we pretty much do Throwback pretty much every night. Right. Um, but <laughs> But then, you know, we'll throw in an off day once in a while, or I, I do a lot of Saturdays too, but it's really, it's blowing up into something I never thought would happen. I never thought in a million years that I could sit at home and DJ a couple hours a night and hang out with my buddies and BS and have a few drinks or whatever. And that's the best part is I could get as annihilated as I want and crawl up the steps and I'm done. Um, so there's no driving involved. Right. So I'm not hanging out in the bar till two or three in the morning, no more and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but in all honesty, I mean, Magic Mike has become a, a very good friend of mine and we talk regularly like a couple of times a week kind of thing. Matter of fact, I'm sitting here in my office watching him on Twitch right now while we're, while we're doing this. Um, but he's, uh, you know, he's a guy who's shown me the way on, on how this works and, and what we do with it. And, you know, so I get tips from him. And he jumps in, especially on Tuesdays and Thursdays. About time. So I'll jump in on Thursdays before he goes on. He usually goes on about um, 9 o'clock 
Eastern time, I go on, I start at like eight o'clock Eastern time. So he'll jump in and hang out with us for the first hour or so, and then he'll go on the history and do his thing. Um, but everybody still hangs out and they're all like freaked out that the DJ Magic Mike is hanging out bullshitting with us and whatever. And then we go raid him and hang out over his page too. And he respects and, and understands the culture of what we're involved in because being in Orlando, Florida, like he is, he's come up around other stuff too. So, um, I mean, hell, he made most of his music for us. So, um, you know, he's, he's been a great inspiration for the whole thing. And it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, that's kind of paved the way for me to do a lot more. Uh, of what I'm doing. So now I don't, I don't do weddings no more. I don't do bars and clubs no more. I stick to doing Twitch and doing the shows and hanging out with my hood rat mini truck buddies and, you know, probably doing shit we shouldn't do still. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's honestly the whole DJ made radio Twitch, the whole damn thing there. So it's, it, and you said it, it's a lot of fun. It reminds your street source. Um, we do it every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, and Twitch is free to download. It does not cost you anything. You just go to your whatever, you know, phone, whatever smartphone you have, and um, download the Twitch app. You make a screen name. It can be anything you want. A lot of people do it off their Instagram or other things. And you set it all up. You follow DJ May's radio. It gives you a notification whenever I go on. Jump in the chat and hang out and BS with us and you know, talk shit. We had, we had a good time. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> dude, dude. So, so I got to tell you the, I mean, first of all, the whole DJ magic Mike thing, I, I, I probably would have done the same thing and been the fan girl. And soon it, it probably would have been, I can, I can tell exactly how it would have gone. He would have called the first time and I probably would have been like, dizzy, stop fucking playing or somebody. And I hung up, hung up on his ass. <laughs> right. then, so then he would have called, right. right. He would have called back and, and then I would have realized this is really fucking him, you know, and then, you know, mm-hmm. then the voice changed because it'd be like, oh my God, oh, oh shit, that's really you, you know, type of thing. And then, you know, <laughs> right. then it's like, you, you understand? Like, I have every, every damn bass album, bass tape, you know, whatever I have, you know, just going through all that. So after I've gone through the whole thing of probably scaring him of being the, you know, that fan person, <laughs> you know, then we would have talked about with whatever. So that, I mean, dude, that's just, just that alone is awesome. You know, but um, it, the thing that I I laughed about. So when we first were getting on, we were actually I'm at home and I'm getting on Twitch on our TV because we had the Fire Stick. So you know mm-hmm. we were doing it on there, and I, I laughed, and then I kind of felt bad for for Rochelle because you know she saw it and and she saw what we were doing and, and like all the fun we're having, and she's seeing everyone that's getting on. And she's like, you know, okay, so during the day, you guys bullshit with each other on Facebook at any chance that you get. Every time I swear I turn around, I look on Facebook, y'all are, you know, talking about truck shit or doing whatever on Facebook. Then you come home and now you guys are, you know, playing old music that you guys remember back in the days when you had your cars and your hair and the mullets and all that stuff. And you guys are still having fun. You know, like, do do y'all, do y'all like ever stop? You know, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, I... I, I feel like you're you're upset. Like, a, 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 what's wrong? You know, type of thing. She said, "No, nah, I'm not upset, but you can tell." You know, so that's why I kind of push mm-hmm. that shenanigans a little bit because it's like I feel sometimes, you know, because I I know she does it with me and and, the, and all of our wives are there and they're enjoying it with us. But 
it's still it's kind of still kind of like a, a guys only thing because you know we're all doing it acting a fool and 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 you know having our shots and doing our thing and and it, and it's kind of like we're all in a club but we're all at home you know type of thing it, it, and it's I, I don't know I just kind of well, took it as she was a little salty like you know I wish us ladies had some <laughs> shit like that you know where after you put the baby to bed and most people sit you know sit down get in front of the tv and watch their law and order or whatever till it's time to go to sleep you motherfuckers (laughs) are sitting here you know playing music and talking about the old times and stuff you know and then a lot of the old times we're talking about she wasn't even born then you know so it's kind (laughs) of that's the bad part about it too so i i just and if if people i thought like the first couple of times I thought you were on. Didn't you say you were like listening to it while you were on a forklift or something? Yeah, that was okay. So when I was at work at night, when I was doing third shift, um, I'd be in the office bullshitting. And then like, if they needed help or something, I'd go hop on the forklift or really, to be honest, what it was, I'd go hide because I didn't want people to fuck with me and I didn't want to do any work. <laughs> so I'd get on the forklift and really just drive around the whole because it's a huge ass warehouse. And I would drive. I would pick up something like I'm I'm loading a truck or something, but I would just ride around with mm-hmm. it. I mean, it wasn't even. We, <laughs> right. we, I mean, and it just uh, honestly, you know, just kind of get. But that's the beginning, you know. So I'm sitting there listening, you know, on my on the phone on my headset as I'm driving around. And then the problem is, is you're like playing that, you're playing the shit where there's no way that you're not going to bob your head or do whatever. So now I'm parking lot pimping on this damn forklift, leaning to the side, you know, because I'm thinking I'm in my... I was just going to ask you. I was just going to ask you that. I'm like, wait a second. You mean to tell me that your one arm leaned back on the on the forklift, just cruising through the warehouse, bobbing your head, and people looking at you going, the hell is wrong with this dude? What, what is he doing? <laughs> well, okay, so I, I'd say yes, but then also I'd say no because it it, it would be kind of normal for them with silly shit that I would do on the forklift. <laughs> so it's kind of like you know, Jesus Christ, there's Glenn. The fuck is he doing now? You know, type of thing. But for me to have the headset and cruising, I mean, I mean, it's a, it's a really big warehouse like that that we have. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I can get on there and drive to the other side and you really wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't know where I am or whatever. So, I mean, and that's what it was. And then we have aisles and shit. So I just kind of, I played it along like I'm working, but I'm just listening to y'all fucking cruising, thinking about <laughs> shit, you know, and just like, it, it, and almost on the forklift, you know, cause they're, you know, they're designed for you to sit upright, you know, and you kind of be, you know, right. it, but fuck that. I like, I've had it all the way back. <laughs> You know, and then you know, I'm I'm leaning to the side, so it's like the the four switches to you know to lift the arms and to tilt it and all that shit. That's all. That's all my tilt bed, you know, switches right there as I'm riding through. I'm just like you know, bump bumping a thing like, burr, 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 you know, as I'm riding. So I know these people are like, what the fuck is he doing? You know, and I'm just like, oh shit, here I'm hitting the corner. Oh shit, I'm on Crenshaw. Watch this bitch. I'm about to bang the back bumper. You know, and I'm in my mind. Choo-choo! you know i'm just fucking banging bumpers and shit as i'm listening and it's just i, I there's got to be some video somewhere for uh security reasons or whatever that someone's just like what the fuck is someone needs a drug yeah, test him someone really needs a drug <laughs> test him. i'm sure it's what... <laughs> trust me so somehow that went to either loss prevention or whoever safety control or whatever your work is yeah somebody saw that 
<laughs> I promise you. <laughs> so, and, and that was the thing. So then after it's all done, you know, I, I pull back over. I put the palette that I picked up, you know, an hour ago and I put it back in the same spot. So no one <laughs> you know knows where it is. And, I, you know, then I park the forklift. And there was a couple of times I forgot to plug the shit up. So then they're cussing at me because like they go in there and it's all, and like half dead or almost three quarters dead. So they can't get like half the work done. But then, you know, yeah, I got, you drove around. You drove around I know, right. So then, <laughs> that's when I walk back to the office and then I sit down and then, you know, again, if, if no one's bitching about anything that we didn't, you know, screw up at, you know, our other facility or whatever, then I, you know, I'm on Netflix until it's time for me to clock out. <laughs> that that was that was the main reason why i had to get out of night shift because it it was to a point where either they would realize that i'm not doing nothing so we need to figure out to do something with him or you know when the time came i had to do my job and it didn't take that long and then plus night Mm -hmm. night shift is not for everybody and it was just taking a toll on me so that's why i moved to day shift you know and you know, telling everyone now I'm a day walker type of thing, but I'm still trying to get my body situated because like now, you know, I come home at, you know, six thirty seven ish by nine o'clock. Like I'm yawning like I'm an old ass man ready to go to sleep, you know, and and it's you ain't you ain't telling me not doing that. No, I'm in <laughs> I'm in bed at nine, nine thirty every night. <laughs> I mean, it, and that's pretty much what it is. And see, now you shouldn't have said that on the podcast, so everyone hears that our old asses go to bed so damn early. Hey, we're supposed to be cool. I got, that. I got no. Hey, all you young cats out there, I don't care if you're an old cat, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm fucking old. I go to bed at nine nine thirty every fucking night. I am not ashamed to say it. I need my fucking eight hours plus. Look, look, I don't, I don't know what the hell. So our clubmate, I know you've met Michael Ellenberg, Mike. Um, mm-hmm. I, I swear that fool doesn't sleep. I know he gets up at like four, three or four in the morning, but it's like midnight. I'm getting texts from him or TikToks or shit that he's thinking about with his <laughs> truck, you know? And it's like, I I had to like turn my phone to silent, you know, because if not, I'm a light sleeper. So the shit would wake me up. But like I wake up, um, I usually wake up about three 30 cause I gotta be working four, eight, you know, four AM. So I'm up at three 30 and I'm looking at like the, anywhere between the five to 10, you know, uh, uh, notifications that Mike has sent me of shit that he's either thought about or, or whatever. And I, and I giggle and I tell him like, look, dude, I, I know you're going through some stuff, but maybe you need to sleep. Like what, what the hell? You know, and, he, and he just laughs. He's like, I just did, you know, the things come up in my mind. And so I send them to, or if I sit down, I start, I, I swear I'm in the bed at like eight thirty, and I'm looking at the TikTok stuff. And next thing I know, it's like four in the morning, <laughs> and, and I like, and I feel that. That's why I personally have not downloaded TikTok because everyone in my family is already sending the shit to me or my friends. So I'm like, I really don't need it because everything y'all see, you send it to me anyway, so it's no big deal. But yeah, and I'm like, Mike, I love you, dude, but. I'm gonna tell you now. If you if Sweet. you send me anything after about nine thirty, understand I'm not gonna answer that shit until you know five the next morning. It's just I'm just gonna be honest with you. You know, it's, I I can't when it's so bad when like the five year old she can't go to sleep and we're, and I'm thinking all right, well she'll just lay in the bed with me and I know that she'll knock out no big deal. You know, and it's like mm-hmm. she'll lay in the bed and we're watching whatever. Like the other night, I'm I. I, I put her next to me knowing that she's going to fall asleep. You know, no big deal. We went to bed watching, um, there's a show on Disney called Bluey, which is like the best thing in the world for parents. But Bluey was on 
And somehow I fucking nodded off. So I, I woke up and I kind of looked around real fast. Like, what, what the fuck? She's sitting there next to me. It's like 2.30 in the morning. And she's watching Cannonball Run. I don't even know how the hell she found Cannonball Run. But she's watching Cannonball Run, you know. And, and she's just looking at me, <laughs> grinning like, Daddy, this is that's a car like yours. And I'm like, and, and it's, you know, the, the girls in the black Ferrari. And I'm like, that's not like Daddy's. But, you know, I appreciate that. But come on, honey. We need to go to bed. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, but I'm glad you got this part on. Can you go to bed real quick? I'm going to finish watching. I'm saying, you know, it, and, and it was funny because it, it, it just, I, and, I, and I heard it sleep. Because, like, in my dream, I heard, you know, in the beginning when they're driving, you hear the cannonball, 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 cannonball. You know, and, and so I'm, I'm seeing that in my dream, not thinking, you know, that my damn five-year-old daughter sitting there watching the damn movie with, you know, it, it sitting next to me that she's supposed to be asleep. So I was just, I I, I, I get it, man. Like, hey, at least it was cannonball run and not, not fast time to reach my high, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's all I needed was something. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, but I it, we but talked then, about that, that movie this weekend. That's why I read that. Yeah. Oh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, look, we all know. I mean, the, the, the pool the pool scene is enough, man. Like, pool, right. Oh, my God. Like, it, it, it's that is one of my, you know, every dude. Growing up at that time, you know, was it Phoebe Cates? I think that was her name. Yeah, she was yep, that hot, yep, hot, yep. hot boy. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, I think, and see, yeah, okay, that, that that's going to be another that's, thing that we that's have a different podcast. Yeah, this was going to say we we're going to have to do another thing to talk about all of the eighties and nineties <laughs> girls that everyone every dude growing up had at some point a hidden spank bank or something with these girls on it, you know, like on their wall or whatever. These, these are ones that we're going to have to talk about. Yeah. That's going to be a totally different podcast. We're talking, we're talking about, we got, we got it now that we're 40 something. Yeah, right. <laughs> see that's but see what they don't understand is, is like when you go into my closet, there's like a little retina scan that scans the retina and then the wall flips. And then that's where all that shit is, you know, cause I can't leave that for Rochelle to know all of that sh- when she sees all of that good shit, you know, it's not going to work. So, yeah, it's got to be. Don't don't worry, Rochelle. Just wait till he's sleeping and is ripping eyeballs. Right. Out. You'll, you'll get what you need to see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to wake up like, I can't, where, where the fuck is my eyeball? You know, she's like, I knew it, motherfucker. I knew you had this. <laughs> Bitch, you popped my eyeball out. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> Thank God oh I didn't. They gotta right. do a, a finger thing. You to cut my finger off like a shit. Look, man, we we about to hit a direction. We just go here. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say we we about to hit the uh, the two hour mark again here soon. So it's I I, <laughs> I would have definitely, man. I I gotta say it's it, it's an honor and a privilege to to have you on to talk to you and and go through the things, you know, just to know about you, man, because it's just, it's cool, you know, and, and definitely the things that you're doing in the good old St. Louis with the show. And I mean, I definitely, when anything that I can do to help out, you know, definitely let me know because we, we are going to be there and, you know, God willing, I am definitely going to be there for this one and, and just kind of do our thing, man, until we, we see each other again at the next show. I, I, I just want to tell you thank you. I appreciate this, man. I, I had a blast. I, I enjoy hanging out with you. And again, I, like I say with a lot of the people, man, if we lived in the same town, it'd be like, you know, this would be shit every day. Like, what are you doing? Good, I'm coming over. You know, and then we're just going to be right, bullshitting right, all day. Right. <laughs> it's 
it's probably better that a lot of us don't live too close to each other. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> because I got a hunch we probably wouldn't get as much sleep as we need. And there would there would probably be some shit in people's front yards or on people's cars or something that probably shouldn't happen. We'd probably be living out of teenage days start keeping each other's houses. Right. Um, <laughs> For kids that don't know, TP is when you, this is before there was a te- there was a toilet paper shortage. We used to actually waste it by decorating somebody's house with it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know that's just how it was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We kids, we was toilet paper rich. Like we 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 right. didn't pull off squares. Right. We pulled off rolls, and we just no. threw that shit all over right. your yard. And then you had to clean that shit, shit I, up. I, I remember working at McDonald's. We used to take the great big rolls and take them from the store and then go TP somebody's house with them. So we had toilet paper for days. That's right. I mean, not a problem. Not a problem. Not yeah. <laughs> they don't know nothing about that shit, man. No. Yeah, right. Yeah. Can't can't do that kind of stuff nowadays. That that shit's like gold. You know? yeah. No, 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 no. But yeah, man, is it pretty I, much honestly, it, though, for, it, no, for real. Gonna... No, I I've I've enjoyed this a, a ton. because uh, you know how it is. We get we get the bullshit and the talk and we could go another hour or two and, and people would really be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, but um, this is, this is always fun to, to be able to get on and rap with you and, and, and talk about how shit, you know, was and how things came about and how they are nowadays and whatever. And, you know, it's people like you that support what I'm doing, not only the show, um, but the Twitch stuff and everything else. So I tell everybody all the time, get out and support all the shows you can. The shows that are coming back, the shows that have been around for a long time, the new shows coming on, because I still have a bucket list of shows that I never got to go to because they were gone. So I'll never get a chance to experience those shows. So don't sit around every year and go to the exact same show every single year or shows every year. Find that new show or two to go to because you never know when that show is not going to be around again. So just keep Keep supporting the lifestyle that we're all living, and we're, let's just enjoy the fact that we're hugely saturated with shows right now. We have an abundance of choices to make, so enjoy that because it very easily can be taken away from us, and you don't have that option to go to that show. So just think about that. Hey, well said, brother. Well said. I, I, at that point, I can't say anything else. That that is is you hit it on the head man it definitely you know and i appreciate everything that you do and um yeah you got me stumped i can't say anything else that that's a good one (laughs) only thing left for me to do is just (laughs) tell everyone peace out you know that's pretty much it (laughs) right but i I appreciate it man thank you sir i I, i've had i've had a blast this has been awesome i appreciate it tell rochelle i said hi um and then uh yeah we'll, we'll we'll catch up soon i know it Oh, for sure. For sure. Listen, thank you. And hold on for one second. I'm going to stop the, the recording, you know, obviously before it shuts okay. off in an hour again, but I just, uh, let me stop this right. here. So folks, this is the end of this awesome, awesome episode with DJ Mays. I hope you enjoyed it. Now's your time that you can, you know, go and have your last potty break before it's time for bed or whatever that you do at night, you know, uh, go ahead and put that, that cork on that cognac and turn the turn that that easy music down and and go ahead and go to bed y'all i appreciate everything and we'll catch y'all on the next one damn so you made it to the end of this episode well i hope you're not too severely damaged on what you just heard but remember 
you chose to listen. So on that note, we're going to be heading out of here. We're going to go do our thing. But remember, if you're ever out, see us out in public, see us at a show, come by. Say what's up. Give us a high five. Or, I don't know, a slap on the ass. But next time, say hi. We'll see you later. See you next week.